2: Welcome to Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Arthur Stone, and with me as always is your co-host, Andy Hart.
3: Arthur, thank you for having me on the program. I'm so happy to be here.
2: Andy, it's great to see you. You look great today. Hey, thank you. You look great as well. Very sexy. Andy, you look great. Very
3: fuckable. Art, thank you. I have a raging erection looking at you. Might I say, quite a slam piece. (laughs)
2: Listeners, Andy, we got a great topic for today. Oh, Oh,
3: wow. One of my favorites. All-time, for sure. All-time
2: Favorites for you, Andy. What are we talking about today? We are talking about The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Sent in by our friend listener Anna. 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 <laughs> I'm not gonna sing anymore.
3: Watching uh,
0: you.
2: Uh, who is that?
3: Uh, who? Who dares to enter my
2: bunker? <sighs> we'll get to that in a moment some kind of ghostly presence or something who knows um Andy this was sent in by a listener Anna on Twitter thank you so much for sending this in um and you're great thank you if you would like to submit an episode for us to talk about we will fucking do it you just have to email it to mrbunkerpod at gmail.com or slide into the dms on Twitter or Instagram mrbunkerpod don't test us listeners you send us stuff we're gonna do it (laughs) Don't don't even try it. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. We're crazy. We don't even care. We'll do it. Uh, we're total madmen. And um, if you want to get on your little green skateboard and skate right to the research of this episode, do we even mention what we're talking about? Yeah, the Simpsons.
0: Oh,
3: the Simpsons. Well, the possibility that the Simpsons writing staff yes. or Matt Groening has access to a time travel device and has in fact traveled in time. Right. And. Predictions for the future are embedded within
2: the episodes of the show. Are the writers of Simpsons, time travelers, if you want to skip ahead to the research, all you got to do is look in the show notes. And there's a timestamp, So you can time travel right to the research. <laughs> Just like that.
3: You're going to feel like you jumped <laughs> likely about 20 minutes ahead in time. A-
2: around that amount of time. But... I don't think you want to do that today, listeners.
3: I don't think
0: you
2: want to because we have a couple of guests in the studio. You heard Special them a little earlier.
0: Special
2: guests. Uh, they're our good friends. They're actors and comedians living in New York City. But originally
3: from Chicago. Literally
2: from Chicago, and they did some stuff with us. We're not going uh, that sounded awful, but you know what? It's fine. Anyway, our friends, Ian Hamilton and Natalie O'Sullivan. Wow, welcome to the bunker. Welcome to the bunker, you two. I'm going to shift. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <Okay>. Hi. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome.
1: And say hi. Um, it looks a lot uh, nicer than I thought it would. You guys have a <laughs> nice a, setup. It's here. it's a, you know it's bunkers equipment. I mean there's there's just velvet all over the walls. Yeah, that was really.
2: I asked for that. He did. He put uh he started putting velvet all over the walls. Yeah. Um
4: What about all the cat posters, the motivational cat posters? Hang in there, baby. He started to yeah. do a little
2: bit more of those. You know, we've had a couple of rough weeks with Bunker, but I think is over that the holidays an Emerald
1: chandelier? Yeah. <laughs> it is an emerald chandelier. Emerald chandelier. Like wow. you would find yeah. in a old school pool hall. Art, yeah.
4: isn't that your stripper name, Emerald Chandelier?
2: <laughs> Natalie, don't like well, he's Natalie. got that dangle, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Green I told you, dangle. I said there was. He one looks good hanging from the ceiling. That was my stripper name, and she brought it up. So, uh I'm sorry, my escort name. Yeah, thank you. I'm worth a little bit more than a common stripper.
3: Fifteen bucks an hour, you can. Fifteen bucks an hour, baby, rent me out.
4: That's minimum wage in New York, you know.
2: <laughs> Business is bad. Um... <laughs> Listen, Not a guys, lot of takers. Welcome to the bunker. Uh, I'm sorry that, I mean, it's New Year's Day. Mm. You guys probably had a great New Year's Eve, hanging out, seeing old friends, partying, Um, and now you're here in the bunker on New Year's Day, but, I mean, the listeners want to know. Andy
1: and I want to know. We're curious.
2: How did Mr. Bunker capture both of you?
1: Today? Well, I, uh, I actually feel a little bit bad because I, I feel like I got Natalie kind of wrapped up into all of this. Yeah, because I uh, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I've listened to oh, sure. every single episode, yeah. and I've been tweeting. And you got your payment right for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, sh- I thought we weren't going to talk oh. about that. Boy, boy, uh, I thought secrets right on the table. Boy, now. So many yeah, they pay a lot. So many of things fans, we weren't so supposed to if, say. If you're listening to this episode and you haven't been paid, you are not cashing in the way that you should be. Yeah. Yeah. But uh so I tweet with Mr. Bunker all the time. That's right. That's you know, right. we talk we talk about the Bears, weirdly enough, because uh, he knows I'm a big football fan. Yeah. And uh I just feel like I sort of have a pen pal in Mr. Bunker mm-hmm. at this point. So I I told him, I was like, Hey, obviously I'm a huge fan. Can I be on the podcast, me and Andy, go way back yeah. to the I.O. comedy scene, you know, what, seven years ago, something yeah. like that? And uh, I just, I I really think we'd have a good time together. And so then he immediately emailed me a first class plane ticket. And he said, it's in a couple hours, go. Just first pack class. up and go. Exactly. So I leave my apartment building and immediately there is a red carpet rolled out for me. Wow. wow. Yeah. Right in front of my door. Holy moly. Going, wow. And it goes all the way to the subway stop that I go to get to LaGuardia. Wow. And mm. then even when I get on the subway, there's a red carpet in the very subway train I'm in. The F train. Uh, The G train, but very close.
2: <laughs> I never found that train.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. And then, so the red carpet leads okay. me. I have to transfer to the E train. Ooh, which I don't so know if there's letters sex position for that. Yeah, uh, E-Harmony. Okay,
2: <laughs> a lot of sex happening on that yeah, side.
1: Christian, I got into the took the Christian Singles train <laughs> to the to Christian the, Singles branded. I love
2: these ad sponsored trains. They got yeah. in New York now. Yeah,
1: yeah it's uh, a little disconcerting. Wow, so but, you're riding the train. So I'm riding the train, and then I get to LaGuardia. The red carpet is just in my exact pathway that I I always take to get there. Mm-hmm. I, super easy. He had um, the I was pre checked for security, so I could just. Go TSA through project. TSA, yep. no problem. Okay. I get on the plane, I'm first class. Oh. So it's
3: a legitimate first class ticket. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm getting With a reputable free airline,
1: Drinks. Uh, yeah, it was United. Wow. Yeah. What? And I'm going I'm going this is great. Me and Mr. Bunker are such good friends. I'm getting tanked on the free drinks. Yeah. Uh they brought wow. out a rotisserie chicken, which I thought oh, was a little goodness. much. What? Um and so I'm just I'm having pretty much the time of my life, right? I feel like a real VIP. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden uh the walls start to sort of melt around me? Oh, oh, and like macaroni.
2: First, and uh and cheese.
1: The cheese melts, yeah. but if if your macaroni's melting, you're doing something wrong.
2: Okay. Well, say that to my family recipe. <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, In
1: old Italian, we melt a macaroni. Old Italian recipe
2: where it's just liquid.
3: (laughs)
1: You just turn it
2: into a soup. Exactly. Wow, so the walls are melting. Like, Is this like acid trip style melting? Or are
1: they they literally melting? Literally melting. I believe at this point I was drugged because the walls start to melt around me. The plane completely disappears. And I start falling from 10,000 feet. What? Yeah. And I'm falling, falling, falling. I... Gray, which is crazy to every god I can think of. Oh my goodness! Um, that's so even many. like the Dark Lord Cthulhu. Ooh, I was wow. like, if wow. you're listening, just save me. The great old one himself, exactly. And so, uh, right before I hit the ground, I, I close my eyes. I'm like, oh god, I brace for impact, and then I open my eyes, and <gasps> I'm in the bunker. And I'm going, oh, that's when I put together that I was probably wow. drugged. Right, oh, I was probably wow. drugged in my apartment. Uh, I don't know how he even got in. You think there was no first class, there was no red carpet, there was no... No, I think probably he just, like, drugged me, I passed out, he put a bag over my head, and then, you know, put me in the back of a van, carted me over here, um... But then when I came to, I had some water, a couple Uh saltines. I felt Uh a lot better. Yeah. Oh, we got plenty of that. Right. And he told me we would be um, podcasting about The Simpsons. Yeah. And I just sort of casually mentioned that my girlfriend, Natalie, knows pretty much everything there is to know about The Simpsons. Okay. So I think that's when he got the idea to capture Natalie as well. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) So I feel kind of bad.
4: Thank you so much.
1: And how, I didn't even hear. How did he get you here?
4: Oh, oh, God. All right. So uh, I'm I'm in town. I'm super excited. You're, you guys are home
3: for the holidays.
4: We're home for the so, holidays. So
3: Ian got abducted from New York. No, yeah. I was abducted from New York. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. in from the holidays. But you but you, you, thought he was tr- gone and you came visiting. I was like,
4: I guess we're flying separately. That's yeah. fine. Okay. I'm going to take you a nice- He didn't care.
1: I, I mean, he, he does his own thing. You did not think it was weird right. that I disappeared without a trace-
4: Ah, you're a busy guy. And, mm,
1: <laughs> flew without <laughs> you because mm. usually we come home together. I
4: know, mm. but you know, you're a busy guy. You got mm. you have other yeah. priorities. Like no mm. big deal. It's so busy. The holidays. Mm. So
0: many
1: meetings. Mm. So many. Scheduled. New
4: year, new you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. New decade, new you. Yeah. Though the decade doesn't actually start until 2021. Right, as we know, there was no right. year zero. was no year zero. Saying. Yeah. So. Oh fuck. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry to ruin your decade, Art. Oh, fuck. Damn. With some knowledge. Jeez. Some so many sh- bombs being dropped this episode.
4: <laughs> so so you're, you're-
2: Ian's gone. You're like, whatever. I'm
4: like, okay, that's fine. I guess he's in the suburbs. Whatever. Uh, so you don't I'm- need to shoot him a text. If he needs I me. I mean, do you even have his number? I barely. I know it starts with a one.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She sent me a letter once. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but we live in the same apartment, so I thought that was easy to deliver. I just wanted to put a stamp. It's very passive aggressive.
4: (laughs) Got some good Sesame Street stamps. Um, so I have some checks I need to drop off and I'm like, I got to deposit these. My bank is here. This is awesome. Mm -hmm, And it's mm -hmm, Chicago. mm -hmm. So I have a car here, which is great. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself because I'm a gal on the go. Uh and I'm going to drive through the bank. Wow. Like go to the bank, drive up window. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. (laughs) Drive? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Crash. Not drive
2: through. into it. No, no, no. Not like a Taco Bell. Andy. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This
1: isn't some sort of heist scheme where gotcha, you where you gotcha. ram the door and then thought it was like a daring raid of a no. local
2: bank. Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to like fill gotcha. out a deposit slip, like mm-hmm. do the old fashioned mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's
2: kind of nice to do stuff old fashioned. They got those yeah. pneumatic tubes.
4: Yeah. Oh, I was
2: in love a pneumatic
4: tube. It's the tube that really sucked me in. Quite literally, what? so I roll up to the bank. I roll up to Chase Bank. I got my checks. I got my deposit slip. I open my window. I stick my little arm out. You put out. your
0: pin you number tried to in. Ra- grab the thing.
4: <laughs> uh, so it goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no,
0: you're yeah, and yeah, do, yeah okay. I stick
4: my arm out the window, I go to get the tube, and the tube literally pulls me inside of it. <gasps> wow. So I'm in there with wow. my deposit slip, my checks, and a bank lollipop. Oh, wow. those are the best. Oh, a dum-dum. And all of a sudden, I am flying through these series of tubes. Oh my
1: God, it's like an episode of Futurama Exactly. Or wow. Very Futurama style. Wow. Also, Futurama. Also How created apropos. by Matt Groening. Yeah, Matt Groening. So you <laughs> pneumatic tubed your way up
4: I pneumatic tubed my way here There is apparently a huge Hole in the bathroom Here there's in the a ceiling tube And that's the tube shoot There's a poop so, shoot
1: and a tube oh, shoot fuck. The
4: tube came through the hole in the ceiling I landed in the tube in the toilet Oh
1: that's a Soft landing. Oh, that okay. That, yeah, it was a yeah. water landing. Well, it is an open face toilet. I thought you yeah. needed to dry your hair a little bit. So, uh,
4: well, oh well, yeah, wow. it's a little, it's a little wet. It's it's we've all in been in the toilet here. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I, uh I just huh. dig a hole in uh whatever room I'm in. I break the tile. It doesn't matter. And well, I, Andy, those I are not, not
2: um giant hamster tubes. We were wrong. It's a pneumatic tube from a bank. <laughs>
4: Is that pneumatic or? Yeah, pain? we thought
3: we thought that big opening in the ceiling there was going to be enormous genetically modified hamsters. There come might out be. someday. We thought it was part of a weird science experiment. I
1: wouldn't. Uh, I I wouldn't. You know, I think there's still hope for it. He yeah. seems <laughs> to have a lot of tricks up his sleeve. Oh, he's got a lot of tricks. He's got
3: more tricks than Penn and Teller.
1: Who? He'll fool
4: you, Penn and Teller, uh, the magicians. Penicillin.
2: pen <laughs> <Penn laughs> Oh,
1: I uh, I use Gillette when I shave. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, all
2: right, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's see yeah. what's going on here. It's, it's okay. You're in our house.
1: can know, help fool us. This is oh, our bunker. Okay. 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 And then um, <laughs> the only pun I could think of for Teller was I tell her I love her, but oh, that's very cheesy. It's cute. Very cheesy, I don't want to say Listeners, if you out
2: there have a significant other, congrats.
3: <laughs> Email <them> us. <laughs> Email us. Tell us about your relationship. Yeah, we'll give Mr. you advice. MrBunkerPod at gmail.com.
2: We're great at giving advice.
1: <laughs> Mr. Bunker, me and my partner just don't seem to communicate very well. Do you have any advice, slash, please don't kidnap Continue. me? Continue.
2: <laughs> Hold out until one of you win. Um, anyway, so you guys are here. I mean, I'm sorry that you had to be captured on on, no. on the day like today. I mean, it's just we feel bad about it. It's kind of our fault, but
4: you Nor- know what? It's we're Ian's all
3: here. Fault. Normally, it's Ian's fault. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that she's here.
1: Normally, I'd be hungover anyway, and it's a lost day. So, right. eh, not the worst way. It's so-
3: our fault for doing such a good job on this podcast. That's true. And making Ian like it so much. You know mm-hmm. what? Now that I'm here, and, be on and now
1: that, frankly, I think my brain has been slightly ruined from the high amount of drugs that. And we don't know games. what those drugs are. No, and the, whatever cocktail, yeah, was, drugs. I'm realizing that I was a fan before, but now I realize I'm culpable to criminal activity. Oh yeah and, um, yeah, and now I get it. When yeah. you say like when you're on the mic and you say "help us," you're all listening, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you are a party to this crime. Right. Um. I just thought that was a fun bit before, and now I'm like, I I get what you're saying.
2: Fun bits. Um. Not in wheelhouse. Yeah. No. Meal house.
1: Yeah, no.
4: Frankly, I'm very scared, and I'd like some new shoes, (laughs) because mine are all wet. Oh,
1: Natalie, you
3: card. (laughs) Uh, Oh, this is going to be one spicy episode.
2: Hey, will a... uh,
4: Spicy whole enchilada? tissue box. Oh.
2: Make some shoes out of that. A whole enchilada, huh? huh? Some spicy melted macaroni. Okay. Well, you guys are here anyway, so let's... Let's chit-chat. Let's get to know you a little bit, huh? I think the listeners want to get to know both of you, so. Yeah,
3: we know how you got Obviously,
2: here. we're a, you know, conspiracy, paranormal, fucking UFO, all things fucking bizarre. Goddamn weird stuff. <laughs> I swear so much. I have a potty mouth. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> Andy's a I'm little a bad saint boy. angel who never puts anything in anyone's butts, you know, Four it's mouths. whatever. But let's get to, I mean, we're, a, a blanket statement. Across the board, how do you guys kind of fall? Like, over the gamut of topics that we've covered, you guys kind of lean like, you think most things are plausible? Do you think most things are, nah, that's rubbish, but it's fun to talk about? Where do you guys lean?
4: I think it's always fun to talk about, yeah. but I do believe quite a bit of the stuff that you guys Ooh,
0: talk about. Wow.
4: Yeah. Okay. It's juicy. Very cool. Yeah. It's juicy. What's
3: the, uh, Natalie, what's the most far out thing that we've talked about on this show that you actually are pretty convinced
2: is real?
4: <gasps> Oh, ah, uh, the Erickson twins. Yeah, you Ooh. think
1: you think something went down?
4: Something, something is wrong with them. Yeah. Like, what do, you, is... do
1: you think they had like demonic power, strength? You Satanic think they were? You think they and were, were MK Ultra? Yeah,
4: yeah, I think so. Like, it has to be something because mm-hmm. they like they tested them for drugs and like they have like that PCP strength. I've seen the video. It's they have PCP gnarly. strength. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, some definitely. You know we we talked about uh Andy was pretty case closed on that, pretty gives, convinced mental illness, yeah, but I said, hmm, I think I gave a little smidge of plausibility, oh, there you sure might did be something going on, mm, mm-hmm. something doesn't add up, yeah,
1: you know it's weird, but, okay, have, have you ever had anything weird happen to you? Yeah, oh it, yeah,
4: totally. Yeah.
3: what's the weirdest paranormal experience you've ever encountered or UFO
4: UFO uFO, UFO. oh. <laughs> either one um uh so it's not really a ghost okay but um one time i came home late at night and my parents weren't home i was like 21 years old
5: okay. and
4: um my cat was like outside waiting to greet me and i had to like park way down the block from my mm-hmm. house um and so i started to like walk home it's like one thirty in the morning and my cat is like meowing at me which he like he can, he'll can. he do that. Cats
2: are known to do that.
4: Yeah, but he's, like, kind of warning me of something. And I'm like, what is this all about? You know, so I start walking to my house, and I'm, like, two houses away, and my cat just stops. Ooh. And he, like, won't continue to walk home with me. Ah. I'm like, hey, like, come here, come here. And he's, like, not coming with me. So I'm walking up my porch, and, um, like, the porch light doesn't go on, and I look up. And I see that there's like a Halloween decoration on my porch, like sitting there. You know how people like stuff dummies and like put them on their porches?
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So I
4: see it and I'm like, oh, a Halloween decoration. But it's like the end of September. So not really Halloween time. And then um, we have like an American flag hanging up and the wind blew and suddenly like the streetlight hit this person's face sitting on my porch. Who was this person? just looking at me, just staring at me. And I didn't, I, it really took me like a full second. I don't like
2: this story. (laughs) That second. Starting to get scared. To
4: uh, really recognize like what this thing was looking at me. And then like when the light hit its eyes, I saw that it was like actually a human. What? And this is so weird. I know, and like run again, away now. It's dark, and like so, yeah. Like the light hits their eyes, and they're just staring at me, like not saying anything, not moving, not just looking at me. And I'm like, ah, you know. So I just take off running down the block, and I'm wearing flip flops, <laughs> and so I'm like, <laughs> like running down the block, screaming. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I take off. I had a cake pan in my hand, so I, okay. like, throw the cake pan. You, you know? threw <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, I oh threw my it. God. I was freaking out. So I run down the block. I, um, where's your cat? He took off. Oh he yeah. was not God. sticking by they me. They say animals have He was trying to warn me. Yeah,
2: animals have a sense for this kind of stuff.
4: Yeah, so wow. um, I took off down the block. Uh, the guy that lives at the end of the block, we know him. He's great. I like banged on his door. He was up. He let me in. And I'm like, there's somebody on my porch. There's like a guy on my porch waiting for me. And he's like, oh my God. So he calls the cops. Also, everybody on my block heard me screaming and came out. Apparently, everyone on my block owns a gun. So,
3: <laughs> That's good. Yeah.
4: Like, loaded <laughs> their nice guns. To say, nice and <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that,
3: that guy that was on your porch, how fast did he get shot and was killed?
4: Okay. So the crazy thing is, um, I, so I go back outside, like, everybody is outside. I'm with, like, our friend down the block. Um, he called the cops, so the cops mm. are on their way. And then there's, like, we live across the street from, like, a hillbilly kind of guy. So Hell this yeah. hillbilly guy, nice. whose name really is Billy. Um nice.
1: Yeah. Is, Billy <laughs> is he from Hill. the hills, though?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Billy. Billy Hill. Hill.
4: <laughs> Billy Hill is... Um, He's on the he's like right by the porch. He's yelling at this person. There's like a bunch of guys like trying to like they're gathering in my house trying to like figure out. This is a physical person. Physical person. Okay. Um. The cops come, so they finally get this person off of my porch. So, I thought that this person was a man. Uh, this person, when I actually saw them like up close, was a woman. Who had escaped from like the mental asylum? Oh <laughs> boy, down uh, like a like a mile away from my house. Oh
1: wow! Ooh,
4: I don't like this story. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I don't like this. And story she kept at all.
1: saying that she kept telling them that you promised yeah. you'd pay her rent.
4: No, 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 no. She uh, told the cops that um, I had followed her to Montana and that I was trying to steal her pension and that uh, I if I. Promise not to steal her pension, that she could live with me. So she uh, set up shop on my porch, and she covered our entire front porch with newspapers and paper towels, like set up like a nest. And I was literally gone from my house for like six hours. Like it wasn't anything. It was so weird. Um, But she was like Russian. She was like really hard to understand. Um, Why was she in such a hurry? She was in a hurry, so because well, I was but, trying and to and see. Well, why her was invention. she stalling at your house? Oh, I have to go now, Mr. Bunker. Please let <laughs> oh, me out. <laughs> um, wow, yes. I don't like that story. Yeah, so then um, there's like a rule where if you, uh, like, she didn't have anywhere to go because they, like, she got out of the mental asylum. She didn't. I'm sorry, she did not escape. They had released her, but she didn't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. So, like, the cops couldn't take her anywhere because, like. You know, yeah. she's just so they she's released her into out.
3: your custody, and then you know, <laughs> the sitcom life, yeah, exactly. We're just a
4: quirky roommate sitcom, um, yeah. So she just left, um, but then like the following few weeks, like weird stuff started happening in my house, um, like our CO2 detector kept going off, even when we like unplugged it, and um, just like weird, like haunted stuff, um. Like one time my mom and I were like looking at our stove together and like the digital display on the clock just started like freaking out and like Mm. weird stuff started happening. So my mom, being like a good Catholic, went to a Catholic bookstore and like told this person that worked there about it. And they were like, that's a witch. A witch was at your house. Um, This is like the Baba Yaga or like bony legs. And so <gasps> they like gave my mom a bunch of like prayer cards and holy water, and my mom and I like went around and like blessed our house and like put holy cards Ooh, up, nice. and we're like, please, like release this like weird curse that's happening. So you think it worked? Yeah, I mean everything stopped. Oh yeah. wow,
2: the power, Andy. The, yeah. power, the, the power, power, of, of the spiritual stuff,
4: Andy. I'm yeah. compelled.
2: <laughs> oh, he's compelled.
4: Yeah, that was like the scariest thing that ever happened. That wow. I
2: don't like that
0: story. That scary
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. scares <laughs> me. That's
3: now. I've heard that story before. Yeah. Uh, but that's for sure a story that will hit
1: art in all the wrong places, mm. right in the nads. Because art, you were raised Catholic as well, right?
2: I wasn't. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I was just kind of ambiguously
1: Christian, <laughs> and I oh, just sort of. I figured you had this Italian Catholic thing. Yeah. Raised no? by
4: wolves chose Catholicism. <laughs> yeah.
1: The ambiguously Christian okay. art. I don't know why in former episodes. But like my uh, whole family is that, very Catholic, and I he went to a of Catholic a school. school uh, and oh, eventually was confirmed well, Catholic. Oh, so me too. So here's yeah. my question for you because being raised Catholic as well, even though I'm not Catholic anymore, right? Like there's still something in my bones that is afraid of demons yes. in a very real way. Yes,
2: yeah. Very superstitious. Yeah, uh, very Riding like on you the know, uh, things are watching you, sort of thing. Like your relative, your dead relatives are watching oh, you. yeah, watching yeah. us masturbate, watching you jerk off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bunch yeah. of uh, sickos. Yeah, well,
4: no, they're watching I, us masturbate right now. So well,
2: we're all masturbating. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, it's our fault for
3: all masturbating
1: together. Mister uh, <laughs> Bunker, he really he wants you to masturbate when you. When you're here. You, yes. so you, he usually tells
3: guests that you feel free to masturbate. That's canon.
4: <laughs> Relieve some tension. I mean, it's Natalie, coming. that's quite a
2: story. That is quite a fucking yeah, story.
3: Yeah, that's it. Honestly,
4: uh, all the guns on my black is like the real <laughs> scary thing. Well, the you guns across German, German hill Shepherds. shepherds. Yeah. yeah, I don't think
3: there's a conspiracy there. I think that uh, the real <laughs> answer is that you live in the United States of America. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um,
2: Ian, wh- I mean, so
3: top that you? one. Where
4: are
2: you on the spectrum
1: with this, huh? I, I haven't had anything oh, too that crazy to me. Oh, boy. Uh, but I do remember as a kid that there I used to have this dream of this floating figure that was a recurring dream. And then the next day, someone I knew died.
2: Ooh. And so I call it- Little like premonitions. The, so I called it the angel of death
1: when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh I'd be God, like, I was yeah. visited and someone would die happened like three times that I can think of. That's weird. But I'm also like, I was a kid. This could be some weird created memory. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, so I definitely- Memory's very valuable. It, exactly. And it all- But I did have a lot of people die when I was a kid. Like neighbors or- Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, extended family members. Like, I, I'd been to pl- a bunch of funerals wow. uh, by the time I was like 10. So Wow. So I don't know. But I do also- I just ask people about- anything paranormal mm-hmm. yeah. all the time. Like if there's a lull in conversation, I'll be like, do you have anything weird ever? <laughs> <laughs> so like um, I've had, so I'm,
3: Ian's, t- Ian's meeting somebody for the first time and they pause to take a drink. So you ever
1: anything weird happen to you? <laughs> you have and sex I don't mean put something in your butt, because <laughs> uh, that's not weird. Okay, that's not weird. No, that's what not about enough. UFOs? You guys ever have any alien experience? Seen ever ever UFOs? UFOs? No, I do. Sky? I have friends though from upstate New York. Several of them that have UFO thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we all kind of grew up in the Chicago area, so it's kind of hard. Yeah, not yeah. lights. Exactly. Not you. I have I one friend who you. had UFO like Ohio. A mm-hmm. light descend upon him in th- in the highway that he saw in the sky and it came down upon him and then it like went through him in his car. Wow. Um, mm, that's a good story. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, weird ghost stuff like I have a friend whose whole family has the same guardian angel. Like They've all claimed to see the same thing and describe mm-hmm. that person or that angel looking the same way. And then uh, I have one friend whose grandfather was diagnosed with oh, what's the Michael J Fox disease? Park uh Parkinson's. 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 Yeah, it's Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Which is something that, you know, lasts your whole life. Um and they took him out to the desert did some sort of Native American sweating ritual and and he was cured of his Parkinson's. Oh. What? So so like and then our friend uh, our friend Sarah saw a ghost on a pier of a of a lake, and mm. she talked to it and was like, "Don't hurt me. You're fine."
4: Yeah,
1: creepy. So I wow. like to ask people that. So I I'm more like you like the paranormal. You guys both seem to like paranormal oh, a lot. But I like it. the mind yeah. stuff. So going back to your asking right, right. her what the most plausible thing is, I do think we're living in a simulation. Okay, okay, you're into that shit. Okay. I'm I'm okay with thinking like, okay, let's say you know whatever we call God. Uh, is really just some advanced computer uh, that created a world with its own rules. I think if the universe is infinitely vast, and there are sort—I of, kind of believe in the you know the multiverse sure, theory, sure, sure. And, kind of almost have to, you know, and 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 string theory and everything. I'm like, I, I think uh, the Big Bang is in the beginning. That was just like something that happened and was probably the trillionth time that's happened and there'll be trillions more so mm-hmm. i'm like it's i i think it's i think it's highly plausible if not wow. case closed on that wow. Wow. Like, oh, my it's a thing. very heady topic it's well, very I, difficult I really to talk about i don't it. think so i mean it's so. are easy going it, like um it. you you talked about this in the in the the episode about the void in space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bo- mm-hmm. bootes void bootes void how there are levels of different civilizations mm-hmm. the Kardashev uh, scale Kardashev exactly scale, yeah. which is weird that you brought that up because I'd only learned about it like two weeks prior Ooh. again another another experience of
3: Ian being clairvoyant yeah <laughs> synchronicity yeah, yeah. yeah exactly you you've got a real connection with the zeitgeist um, do you know what zeitgeist translates into English time ghost that's
1: it. Whoa,
4: mm-hmm. that's what I want to be yeah, when I grow okay. up. <laughs> <laughs> right, Time ghost, coast to coast. Yeah, right.
1: Wow. So a talk show host, okay. that, mm-hmm. the, A cartoon talk show yeah. host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I just think with infinite possibilities, it's I. There are some civilizations that have been around for. Longer than we can probably mm-hmm. conceive sure so wow. well you so, guys are here to party it sounds like <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> I need <a> fucking party <laughs> I'm let's drop there? our
4: keys
3: in the bowl and yeah. let's get started. <laughs>
4: You guys brought keys? My car is still idling at Chase Bank. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hope they towed it. I don't know. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's
2: the other thing we didn't mention. Yeah, no, I don't, there's uh,
3: no point
1: owning a car in New
3: York.
2: That wasn't a
1: real bank. That
3: was a bunker in a costume, I'm sure.
1: Friday, <laughs> a
0: banker?
2: Um, well, hey, we're glad you guys are here because we've got a... It's more of a fun topic, but it's one that I think... I, I mean, I think, Ian, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. You and I are kind of kindred spirits in this topic, but in the same way that Andy and Natalie are. Andy and Natalie know a ton about The Simpsons. I don't know that much. I was I was
1: also not allowed to watch The Simpsons. You the were Kids, too. Okay. But I did sneak into the basement to watch uh. it. But it's also one of those shows that I've seen a million times and for some reason I can't... Uh, I can't keep all the right. episodes together. The you can't way everyone... recall
2: exact quotes like these no. two. I can, can do it with off Seinfeld. Can you
1: do it with Seinfeld? I can't do it with Seinfeld. I saw you had the you have the DVDs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Those are from Andy. Yeah. So I, right. I assume I've never watched them. Yeah, so you keep oh, them yeah. in the Watch them on Hulu. I can't believe yeah, right. you brought oh, right. the DVDs it's to the Hulu. bunker.
4: oh yeah,
2: well,
1: you know. You gotta, gotta stay entertained. Where else was I gonna bring those fucking DVDs? <laughs> he carries them with him
2: everywhere he goes. <laughs> oh. I mean,
4: you gave them to me as a gift. What am I supposed to do? Bunker only has a Blu-ray, though.
1: <laughs> a blue beam. He's got a blue beam. <laughs> um, but I feel like Thank we're kind of kindred spirits in yeah that. I know I think I probably know more than you though probably <laughs> on yeah. a lot of topics well, that's a low bar but I agree <laughs> I mean about the Simpsons yes. oh but, I meant uh, in general <laughs> no I know no, in I general mean. he's correct yeah yeah. either way you're right <laughs> my general knowledge is is broad but my specific knowledge is lacking so right no, mm. you but you Natalie you are a connoisseur of Simpsons
4: lore I would say Saval ooh oh,
1: wow. uh, that actually implies that you're on the spectrum <laughs> Mm. That's the so. definition of a savant. So, I mean, you
2: know what? Well, with
3: you guys uh, are match made in heaven. Then. <laughs> well, with great genius, uh, you can't be. D- if, you know, if you're if you have an accelerated proficiency in one part of the brain, you must necessarily have a deficiency in some other part of the brain.
0: Oh yeah, hmm. oh yeah. I got Einstein
3: couldn't tie his shoes. shoes. Right. That's what people say. And I he, doubt that's true. He can and, tie his fucking shoes, and he had a metal anus. I mean. <laughs> Wow!
2: He ain't yeah, nobody dead? ever talks about that. No metal anus. Always <laughs> like, oh, his theory of relativity. Oh, he worked in a patent office. <laughs> Couldn't him. Metal anus.
4: Part cyborg. Why? Because. Okay. Because <laughs> science. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, anyway, I think. I know, wait, wait,
1: wait. So Einstein has a metal anus the way that Jebediah Springfield uh, was born with a silver, silver tongue. tongue. He, he,
2: he wasn't, wasn't born with a silver wow. tongue. Damn it. He okay. had a silver tongue. He it. He was a pilot. Yeah, you got you to be
1: yeah. exactly correct with these
2: two. <laughs> right. I will I put you cut you down. Andy's ability to recall lyrics and quotes, I don't have that memory. I will. If I ever recall a quote, I'll be like, eh, paraphrase. I I can't do things like that, but you know what? Andy has a real. I will say this, and this will be the only time I ever compliment him. He does have a true talent for recalling lyrics and
1: quotes. Totally useless, but see now, Andy, are you able? Do you just remember everything, or are you more like me, where I have a backlog of many lyrics and quotes that I I reference on a daily basis? But I wouldn't be able to be like, oh, that episode. You know, in the second act of that one scene, they said this thing and that led mm. to the joke later. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. I just have a lot of things I've said a million times.
3: I think it's I think it's that and I get will get triggered by something because mm. I think I think we all know more, we remember more than we actually realize we remember. Mm-hmm. And then you get sparked by something that causes you to have recall and you can occasionally recall something very accurately. That yeah. you don't expect that you'll be able to
1: like uh, for some reason and in, in the movie the irishman that came out al pacino mm-hmm. said, when he he has a conversation with robert de niro on the and he's meeting them and he goes uh it's very nice to meet you even if it's over the phone <laughs> and he just <laughs> says it in this pacino way that for some reason i love it and that's like the only thing I remember from that movie.
3: Okay. So. Do you say to? Have you been saying that to people? Yes, yes I have I think yes. that's
2: what you do: is you just you regurgitate the same stuff over oh, and over yeah. and over again till you've memorized it. Right. Talk mm-hmm. to my wife. You, you did she on the phone? I mean, yeah, she's <laughs> it's so nice Amanda. to meet her, even if it's over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. Uh, I think. We are set up for a fantastic episode to hear, to hear, to to, to talk (laughs) about the Simpsons. Well said. said. Um, So let's get right to it. Let's not waste any time. Let's go. Let's go
4: to Springfield. Springfield, Springfield. It's It's a hell hell of of a a town. town.
2: The
3: schoolyard's
4: Schoolyards up up and the shopping shopping mall's down. down. The stray dogs go to the animal pound. Springfield, Springfield. Springfield,
3: Springfield. Springfield. New
1: York, New York. (laughs) New New York is that that way, way, man. man.
4: Thanks, Thanks, kid. That's it.
0: IT'S
3: A HELL OF A TOWN! The Simpsons! Chances are, if you've never seen the show, you're at least aware of its existence. Through hundreds of episodes, the Simpson family has delighted viewers worldwide. Don't take my word for it, though. Let's hear about it from a real fan.
4: Hi, I'm Natalie O'Sullivan. You might remember me from such podcast guest spots as Corn, the podcast about the vegetable corn, episode number 48, Popcorn, Corn's Explosive Cousin, or Talking in our sleep, episode number 173, Waterbeds, the self-wetting bed. I'm here to tell you about The Simpsons.
1: Natalie, uh, what are you doing?
4: I'm just trying to tell the listeners about The Simpsons. Uh, Am I doing something wrong?
1: Uh, Well, what's that voice you're doing? That's not your regular voice. Boy, I really hope
3: somebody got fired for that
1: blunder.
4: Wait,
2: what voice is that? Can somebody just use their regular voice? What the fuck, you guys?
3: You freaking dweebs. Natalie and I got you. I was
4: doing Troy McClure. Those are Simpsons references, you dopes. We understand them, but you don't often get it.
1: (laughs) Ah, jeez, Edith. If it's not all in the family references, I'm totally lost. I only understand hentai and cuss words. Fuck.
2: But hey, wait a minute. Ian, this is a script. That means you and I can make as many Simpsons references as we want. Provided that they were written down for us to
1: make. You don't win friends with salad wow Art, you're right paint my chicken coop <laughs> make me you son of a bitch hey
2: hey hey <laughs> hey knock it off you two
3: the simpsons is supposed to bring us together not tear us apart <sighs> namaste
4: so let me finally tell you a little about the simpsons listeners The Simpsons, which was created by Matt Groening, got its start on The Tracy Ullman Show, a show described by Troy McClure in Simpsons episode number 10 of season seven, The Simpsons 138th episode spectacular as the nation's showcase for psychiatrist jokes and musical comedy numbers. The Simpsons family finally appeared as animated shorts, eventually becoming a half hour standalone program that premiered as a Christmas special December 17th, 1989. For math hounds out there. That's 30 years ago.
3: I'm the only one here
2: who is older than The Simpsons, aren't I? Yes. Yes. Go to hell, you old bastard. (laughs) For the uninitiated, let's talk a little bit about the setting, main characters, and cast of The Simpsons. The show is set in the fictional Springfield, USA. The show has never revealed Springfield's actual location in the U.S., though Matt Groening has affirmed in the past that Springfield is based on Springfield, Oregon. Oregon. (laughs) Whatever. Springfield's sister city, if you will, Andy, is Shelbyville, and the capital of Springfield State is Capital City. Thus, Springfield also appears to be inspired by Simpsonville, Kentucky, which also neighbors Shelbyville, Kentucky, and is near Frankfurt's Capital City Airport.
1: The Simpson nuclear family is made up of five members. You've got the dad, Homer, He's overweight, he's lazy, he's bad at his job, as a husband and father, he's subpar, but he loves his family so much. Homer's sexy, fuckable MILF wife is Marge. Okay. Marge is a much-put-upon, stay-at-home mom who is totally devoted to her family. Try as she might to pursue ventures outside of the house, outside employment ventures tend to backfire, and if I may editorialize for a second, she also posed for Playboy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay.
4: What about the children? Won't somebody please think of the children? Bart is the oldest Simpson child, clocking in at 10 years old. Bart is the quintessential hellraiser and a great role model for smart mouth kids everywhere. Lisa, my personal role model, is an eight year old prodigy, a genius, some might say, blessed with academic prowess, advanced saxophone ability, and the power to be first class know it all. Ned Flanders described her as Springfield's answer to a question no one asked. <laughs> Then there's the baby, Maggie. She can't walk or talk, but boy, oh, boy, that baby has gotten into some adventures. Be it hitting Homer in the head with a mallet, liberating pacifiers to an entire daycare, or sneaking out to find Marge, Maggie's got gumption. Though she rarely speaks, Maggie has been voiced by Elizabeth Taylor, James Earl Jones, Harry Shearer, Jodie Foster, Yardley Smith, and Nancy Cartwright.
3: Important as they are, those five characters are only a small part of the dozens of denizens of Springfield The Simpsons' stellar cast of voice actors have created a menagerie of oddballs to fill out the world around the Simpson clan. After 30 years, the Simpsons and their neighborinos have pretty much seen
1: and done it all. The mysterious puppeteers pulling the strings of Springfield residents are none other than the writers. Over the years, the Simpsons have had a large number of writers. Some were or became somewhat famous. Writers like Sam Simon and Greg Daniels. Some are less well-known, but nonetheless left their mark in the series. People like John Vitti, Al Jean, and the legend himself, John Mm Schwarzfelder. And of course, perhaps the most famous reindeer of all, Conan O'Brien. You know, Conan O'Brien and I actually have a lot in common. We're both aggressively Irish. We're both comedians. (laughs) We both went to Harvard. We both used to host late-night shows, but were asked not to come back.
2: Uh, Although, unlike... You, Ian, the Simpsons writers have also garnered attention for their predictive powers, which apparently, according to our discussion earlier, you might yeah, maybe have. <laughs> Maybe that's, yeah. <laughs> to many observers, the Simpsons uh, has an uncanny ability to air episodes that depict events that actually end up happening. Some, like the NFL punting legend and current media personality, whose YouTube videos I somewhat enjoy, except when he has his co-host on, who is a Green Bay Packers fan, Oh, wow. Pat McAfee, even believe that Matt Groening is a time traveler. Is it possible that The Simpsons' writing staff unlocked the secret of time travel?
4: Let's examine some of the evidence by breaking down a few well-known examples. First, let's start with one of the biggies, the Donald Trump presidency. Season 11, episode 17, titled Bart to the Future, has the Simpson clan stopping at a Native American casino. Bart is shown a vision of his future where he grows up to be, frankly, a loser who lives with Ralph Wiggum. Lisa, on the other hand, has become president of the United States. In the episode, Lisa remarks to her advisors that she's inherited quite a budget crisis from President Trump. This episode aired on March 19th, 2000. The Simpsons also released a video showing candidate Trump descending the golden escalator in an eerily similar manner to when Trump actually announced his candidacy in
1: 2015. (laughs) Wait, what? What? The Simpsons predicted a Trump presidency and even the weird escalator ride in the year 2000?
4: Uh, what? Uh, well, uh, right? uh not exactly. While it's true that the episode in 2000 did make reference to a Trump presidency, the video showing Trump riding the escalator was part of an online video called Trump-tastic voyage that was released in 2015, after Trump announced his candidacy. They still technically predicted that Trump would be president, though.
3: That's right, Natalie. For the episode Bart to the Future, writer Al Jean said that the writers just tried to pick a funny celebrity to be the president before Lisa. According to another writer, Dan Graney, the idea was to show an America that was off the tracks and to the writers, Trump quote, seemed like the logical last stop before hitting bottom. Trump was, at the time, publicly considering running for president in 2000 as a Reform Party candidate, so the idea of him actually being president while not expected was certainly not outside the realm of possibility. The Trump-tastic Voyage footage seems to be seems to often be attributed to the year two thousand, but that's just not the case.
1: Okay, I smell what you're stepping in there. What about this one? I heard that the Simpsons... Andy, get your foot out of the toilet. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's an open face oh. bathroom. I can't. Yeah, help also it. flush, <laughs> flush twice. I heard that the Simpsons predicted autocorrect. It predicted that your phone would constantly change every word you try to text to duck. <laughs> By the way, this is just a sidebar. I only send texts with the words fuck or dick in them.
4: It's true. Uh,
1: I'll say, I love you, mom. Fuck. <laughs> or, I love you, dick. Uh, Natalie. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right okay. Oh, yeah. What oh, I yeah, heard right. is that in episode eight of season six, Lisa on Ice, there's a scene where the elementary school principal, Principal Skinner calls the students to an assembly to hand out academic alerts to students with poor grades. Fourth grade teacher's pet, Martin Prince, says out loud that he likes the idea, which draws the attention of school bullies Kearney and Dolph. Also, I never knew Dolph was his name. Wow. Kearney tells Dolph to take a memo on his Apple Newton device to remind them to beat up Martin. Dolph uses the stylus to write beat up Martin on the Newton which is quickly changed by the Newton to eat up Martha. Kearney gets pissed and chucks the Newton, which beans Martin in the gourd. Oh, come on. That episode aired in 1994. Autocorrect
2: didn't even happen until
1: 2005.
2: Well, Ian, I'm sorry to say, but your ideas are feeble and useless. (gasps) Microsoft was already advertising an autocorrect feature available in Word 6.0. We remember it. We love it. I used it in 1993.
1: We overpaid for it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Which predates the airing of Lisa on Ice. Not to mention, the joke in this case is actually about the handwriting recognition abilities of the very real Apple Newton product that became available to consumers in 1993. Now, you youngsters don't remember the Newton,
3: but I do. So gather around and let's all have a nice glass of turnip juice (laughs) while I tell the tale. You see, back in the 1990s, we had mobile computing devices called personal digital assistants, or PDAs. Not like the PDAs you kids have today where you finger each other's buttholes in public. Or just a movie theater. (laughs) These things were basically smartphones before smartphones, and without the ability to make and receive phone calls. One feature of the Newton touted by Apple was its ability to capture your handwriting via a stylus used on the screen. Basically, you could write a note and Newton would turn your writing into text. As you probably guessed from the Simpsons joke, the handwriting recognition feature didn't work very well. The show was really just mocking the Newton that already existed. But the joke did have an impact on how Apple designed the iPhone keyboard. They were haunted by eat-up Martha. And so made getting the text input right for the iPhone a top priority.
4: Okay, we get it, oldie (laughs) Han. The Simpsons didn't predict Auto Did it predict Disney's recent acquisition of 21st Century Fox, though? Hmm? Did it? Did it? Did it? Uh, I guess I you're going to tell us. <laughs> in the Simpsons episode, When You Dish Upon a Star, season 10, episode 5, which aired November 8th, 1998, we see a shot outside 20th Century Fox Studios where, in the episode, Ron Howard is pitching movie ideas. The sign identifies the location as 20th Century Fox, a division of Walt Disney Co., The Walt Disney Company acquired 21st Century Fox on March 20th, 2019. I mean, what more do I have to say?
2: You actually have a pretty good point here, Natalie. Uh, This one, The Simpsons actually predicted. Wow. If it's evidence of time travel, though, nobody is saying so. Al Jean says it all comes down to the production of the show. The Simpsons has something like a 10-month cycle. They write the episodes, record the voice work, then send away everything to Korea for the show to be anim- animated. So in a way, the writers are in the business of predicting the future because they have to write scripts that won't seem dated almost a year in the future. A so-called prediction like the Fox and Disney merger has a reasonable likelihood of becoming reality. It doesn't necessarily mean that the writers saw this in the future. As Al Jean says, quote, mergers happen all the time, end quote
1: okay art but how about this one you naysaying dick wow wow little
2: jesus coming at me hot
1: that was my impression of andy spicy roasted me in the ninth season premiere the city of new york versus homer simpson the simpson family travels to nyc to recover homer's car after barney abandoned it following a bender (laughs) and where did barney park the car at the world trade center of course A big portion of the episode centers around action at the World Trade Center. Before the family leaves Springfield, they decide to take a bus there. Bart holds up a brochure for the bus fare, which is $9. The Twin Towers are just to the right of the nine, so it looks like 9-11. Checkmate, atheists. The Simpsons predicted 9-11. Mm, well mm, and agnostics mm, okay well
3: (laughs) yeah fuck them too mm, i don't know if i'd go that far ian it's strange imagery okay i'll give you that much let me say this though bill oakley who wrote the famous steamed ham scene from 22 short films about springfield was an executive producer at the time and said that nine dollars was selected because it was a quote comically low fare also, the Twin Towers aren't destroyed in the episode or anything, so it's not like the actual events of 9 11 were predicted. That distinction belongs to another Fox show, an X Files spin off called The Lone Gunman. In the pilot episode of that show, a plane is hijacked and flown toward the World Trade Center for a bit before the pilots regain control and avoid a collision.
4: Okay. But how about the show predicting the Super Bowl three years in a row, huh? Huh? Mm hmm. Lisa the Greek is the 14th episode from season three and aired January 23rd, 1992. The general idea of the episode is that Homer discovers Lisa has a skill picking the winners of NFL games, so Homer recruits her to help him gamble. Ultimately, Lisa feels that Homer is only spending time with her to help him win money. She tells her father that if Washington beats Buffalo in the Super Bowl, which is the professional American football championship, don't you know, she still loves him. If Buffalo wins, she doesn't. Homer is wrenched watching the game. He's watching at most Tavern, but Washington finally prevails. Lisa loves him! In the real world, Washington played Buffalo in Super Bowl twenty-six on January 26, 1992, at Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome in beautiful Minneapolis, Minnesota. There, in the house that Triple H built, Washington defeated Buffalo, just like Lisa predicted. That's not all, though. In 1993 and 1994, the episode re-aired days before Super Bowls 27 and 28. In both years, the staff redubbed the episode for Lisa to again correctly pick the winner, the Dallas Cowboys. How do you explain that?
2: This is another genuine prediction that came true. Wow.
1: Genuine the rapper?
2: Yeah, <laughs> genuine, yeah the genuine rapper. genuine predicted it first. <laughs> but hey,
1: it's not like they picked these
2: teams out of the blue. The research didn't reveal this, but watching the episode, it seems like they may have generically animated the parts where the characters say a team name and then added the picks after the Super Bowl matchup was set, which happened on January 12th. I mean... They used the same animation with different team names the next two years, so they probably built in some kind of slack in the animation. Not to mention that the writers of this episode, Jay Cogan and Wallace Walodarsky, were prolific gamblers, including on the NFL. Gambling was apparently a popular pastime for Simpsons writers. Yes, they had Lisa accurately predict the outcome of the Super Bowl, but they followed the sport and didn't have to predict the matchup and winner a long time before. Uh, say like you know the beginning of the season a piece of evidence suggesting that the simpsons writers uh, don't actually possess time travel capabilities is that al jean bet against lisa's picks each year losing his
1: personal money each year okay well how about the higgs boson particle how about lady gaga did you consider the ebola outbreak are you thinking about siegfried and roy being attacked by a tiger Any action on the FIFA corruption scandal? Greek debt crisis? NSA spying? The Shard! The Shard! Oh yes, Ian,
2: we're all aware of all those things and more! They're just so much less popular and interesting. Like me. (laughs) Is Matt Groening a time traveler? Did the Simpsons writing staff glimpse a terrible future that became all too real? Natalie, Ian, Andy... And I discuss it all and more coming up right now on Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. Oh, I see. Then everything is wrapped up in a neat little package. Welcome back, listeners. That was our research into Simpsons, our time travelers. Mm. I gotta say,
1: I'm really glad I jumped ahead to the research.
2: <laughs> Mentally. Yeah. Ian, yeah. you sound like so many of our listeners. You sound like 60% <laughs> of our listeners. Yeah, good percent. We can see the analytics. <laughs> we know what you're doing, listeners. We know what you're doing. We're watching. Shame We're watching. on you. um, Guys, what do we think Blanket statements on this here topic?
1: These guys predicting shit. You know, are they time traveling? I mean, there are some weird ones. One I yeah that what wasn't in the re- research that wasn't that in the research. Favorite. Right, right.
3: Ian Ian throughout the whole process of mm-hmm. has been making corrections on all the work that I did. That's true. Uh, this is a first Ian from, from Mr. New Mr. York. Yeah.
2: Ian the the elitist <laughs> New Yorker, left I, coast liberal. Yeah.
3: Uh, has to correct my good Chicago. He wanted to make blue to collar script, ethic. Change you know? the script. Here's research right. you didn't look at. He didn't
2: like the water that was available in the bunker, so We had to go get that it fucking just, sparkling. It shit. feels like you
1: have some flyover country info. That's all.
4: <laughs> oh my god. To me,
1: even though I'm from Chicago, but, uh. dude, I did work a. Uh, I worked for a comedian once who I had to get water with the pH level. Are you between serious? seven and eight point five? Was it like wow. a medical thing, or was it For just point point, like a? I don't, I don't know. Just the. Did you
3: have this this is is you I I to? You had to test the water then.
1: No, it turns out that very high end water that now they sell at Whole Foods uh, yeah, shows we'll it on further. the back of the oh, label, but okay. I didn't know that at the time, and neither did you until I just told you. <laughs> no, so. I did not. I'm gonna check. Um, one of I my won't. one of my yeah, okay. favorite things that wasn't in the research <laughs> is that in 2009 they show um. A movie studio called Ginormous Pictures. And one of the posters is Star Wars The Apology. (laughs) And the other one is Alvin and the Chipmunks 3 getting rabies. (laughs) And that was in 2009. The Disney merger didn't happen until 2012. And uh, when the original, when the the Star Wars Force Awakens came out, it was the same day Mm. as Alvin and the Chipmunks 3 The Road Chip. So that's my favorite one. That's pretty that's that's a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a coincidence.
2: I already know what Andy's Whole thing about this is mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's why you gotta have us. Yeah, some... everybody knows what I'm gonna
1: see, say. he's a little, beady too... little eyes.
2: Everybody, he does. He has beady shark-like
1: eyes. Guys, Occam's razor. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Oh
1: God. Whoa.
3: There's two Andys. I'm yeah. seeing double. <laughs> uh, two. Andes. Four crusties. Oh it... God. Doesn't get it. Oh, does not get sorry. it. it up.
1: Get sorry. It. everybody. It's the one where Homer's crusty, right? Yeah. Pull yeah,
3: me the, the
4: clown. The cr- mm. Oh, it uh, is Pull the clown.
2: I mean, you know, are they time traveling? No. This is a thing. I mean, we've all worked in comedy before. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, we've all worked in
4: comedy. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, for,
3: for anybody a... who's ever seen mm-hmm. us
4: Sorry, perform, everybody.
3: we uh, have worked in comedy. Our families and friends, you know especially, how it is. to see it Unfortunately, over over for again. our parents, who've had to talk to their friends about what we do. That's right. Yeah, um, the deep
1: sigh before they say comedian. <laughs> <sighs> um, you know, how, I mean, you're still doing stuff. that
3: comedy stuff. Still doing those skits. How's your little skits? Here's something you could use in your skit. The other day, I went to the store and <laughs> you don't have any strawberries.
4: <laughs> it's strawberry season. How crazy. Don't you hate
1: that? Put that in a skit. Let's get it up. Sometimes people will tell me, that's a good sketch. I'll be like, that's like a maybe that's a stand up joke, but that's not <laughs> a <sketch>. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm going to fucking uh, stretch this thing out or, you know, how am I going to heighten this thing? In my ring? Exactly. Terminology jargon. Well, you could do
3: my ti- time tested method. If you want to heighten something, just add a murder,
4: (laughs) Mm. or a thriller dance.
3: Yeah,
4: a werewolf,
2: or yeah, or all
3: of those. Hitler
4: werewolf.
2: Yeah, getting murdered. Oh, um, I mean, we've all worked. You know, we've written jokes and whatever Mm -hmm. for shows, and this is kind of how it operates. You kind of look for these. You look for like ridiculous stuff. These non sequiturs. Especially, a lot of these seem like these. Simpsons is famous for its, like, kind of, not throwaway gags, but, like, sight gags, visual
1: gags. I mean, Chuck's I... Feed and Seed is I, a huge meme. I yeah. Accidentally, you know? I accidentally predicted the Crimean uh, Peninsula being <laughs> taken over and ISIS. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> weird. Wait, you accidentally predicted those? Yeah, well, those were jokes I said. They just don't... They're not on record. I was just <laughs> joking around with some people, you know. <laughs> Ooh, but, well. but these
2: are sight gags that, you know, probably someone was, like... You know, that's funny. Those things rhyme or like not a lot of people will get this, but it'll be yeah. a funny little little bit that will make us laugh. A lot of times you're writing stuff that makes you and your friends laugh in the shoot in the show. And um but how else are you supposed to know? It's
1: funny if nobody around <laughs> is laughing. You yeah. Know, let's put that in. No <laughs> one's laughing, but let's put that in.
3: Yeah. Well, you know. Speaking as someone who has had that experience consistently for <laughs> almost a decade. True. Eventually you just go with your gut. <laughs> mm.
4: Yeah. What
3: I mean, I joy? got to put in my joke that only I
2: thought was funny in a show that Andy and I did, and uh, it's that uh the their orca whales are in uh, oh, yeah. in actual like uh military tanks and not uh sea world tanks.
4: Oh Why? my god. Oh, it makes me
2: laugh. <laughs> Someone's like, "Hey, they're in tanks, and they're actual tanks." Oh, I just <laughs> got the pun.
3: It's it's a joke that requires it. a little bit of explanation. Oh yeah, which is my favorite. Kyle. Yeah, Have could
4: you, you ever... make a political cartoon of that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot better as a cartoon. Oh uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah,
4: that's not a skit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm going to call either. it the New Yorker. You guys got connections, right? Oh, yeah. They're two New Yorkers. You can talk to them right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know to the caption contest. Someone that works for someone that used to work for the New York Times, Ooh. but that's not the New Yorker. Mm. And um, that's not really a connection. Oh,
4: <laughs> I found a pile of uh, New Yorker magazines from 2008 to 2011 on a walk one day in New York. And I took some of them home.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, the trash is Looks just like- out on the fucking street in New York.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It is my
1: favorite part about that city. Also
4: the magazines. Yeah. yeah.
2: So <laughs> and many f- the homeless.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take every take all of it home with you. Natalie, you saw a used condom the other day, right?
4: Yes, fully used. Fully
1: full of full of semen. <laughs>
4: full we- of semen. We had <laughs> a lot of to the, fun. Office.
1: to the brim. Did somebody have oh sex God. with that or did they just jerk off into it?
4: I didn't get that close of a look. I just went. I don't I saw it. Uh, maybe oh, yeah. Adrian
1: Monk could tell from looking. Yeah, probably true. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. But um, boy, that would be funny to watch to see him try to investigate a uh, sex crime. Why
0: did Monk <laughs> never investigate Monk sex crimes? <laughs> S- because first Monk SVU. Yeah,
2: that's what we need. Monk's not getting you. out there with a black light. <laughs> <laughs> Monk and an iced tea and the whole crew. <laughs> He's on SVU, right? Richard Belzer. Richard Belzer.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Monk and Munch. Munch. They're
1: all great New York actors. Monk and right? Munch. That's the uh, that's like a knockoff brand of uh, Cracker Jack, oh, I was Monk
4: say, like Frankenberry. Yeah. Munk
1: and Munch. Yeah. I Listen, imagine a lot of bananas and nuts. Fox Studios. We are writing the next great
2: Simpsons episode right here, right now. Get yeah. 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 ready,
1: strap yeah, in. Yeah. Blanket um, statement. Uh they're, they put out a lot of content, yeah. and they're down. They're bound to. Yeah. They're bound to get a few mm. of them. And like you said, they write the things a year ahead of time. Yeah. Um,
2: speaking of Simpsons, you know, obviously we're, you're all big fans and whatnot. What are your favorite, all-time favorite, the listeners want to know, your all-time favorite episode of the
4: Simpsons TV show? Anime Bart Sells His Soul. Ooh, mm-hmm. now Good what choice. is this one? Uh, Bart Sells His Soul is an episode where uh, Bart and Milhouse get in trouble for changing the lyrics of "In the Garden of E," or they change the lyrics <gasps> right. of "In right. the Garden you know, of, of yeah, E." Yeah, yeah. By Iron Butterfly. Um, <laughs> hey, Marge,
2: remember when we used to make, make out, out this to this <laughs> hymn?
4: And I um, got a few. Bart tells Millhouse like he doesn't have a soul. Millhouse doesn't have a soul. There's no such thing as a soul. And Millhouse says, "If you're so sure, why don't you sell it to me for five dollars? For five bucks, actually." So Bart writes Bart Simpson's soul and a piece of First Church of Springfield's stationery and sells it to Melhouse for five dollars and buys crappy dinosaur sponges with it <laughs> <laughs> um, with funny smelling water. And um, then all this like weird stuff starts happening to him that like usually would not happen to him. Like his cat and his dog don't like him anymore. And like the automatic doors at the quickie mart won't oh, open for yes, him. yes, I've seen this one. And uh, he tries to, like, write a funny message on the ice cream bin at the Quickie Mart, and he can't put breath out. And they're like, way to breathe, no breath. <laughs> um, so he starts getting, like, really freaked out. And he's like, oh, my God, I need my soul back. And he asks his mom, like, oh, like, what if I don't have a soul? And she says, Marge is like, well, you're not a monster. And he's, like, <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> So he like goes on this like epic journey to try to get it back and uh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone if you Ooh, haven't seen it
2: okay get get your Disney plus ready and go uh, watch season seven episode four is Bart sells his soul
4: Thank you just
3: just to throw that in if you wow. want to watch it um you, you know got what? your That's Disney a good point. plus
2: the amount of characters this show is surrounded by a very colorful and creative cast of characters that inhabit this little world and over time they have fleshed out I think a number of them um, in some ways
0: yeah.
1: worse and
2: than others which we'll probably get
3: to, to when we the, talk about it To the point where the they're shark. just
1: rewriting people's backgrounds yeah. and ignoring mm. things yeah. that they've well, done before. I think
3: Ian's revealing his answer to a question we're going to ask later right.
2: but I think this lends credence to the fact that these writers have to come up with tons of like little throwaway lines for everyone like it's like it's like you know Martin says this to Ralph or whatever and it this says this this us like we need a joke here you know and yeah. they're they're just writing so much shit it's like they're bound to get one or two things that predict stuff um but anyway what's your favorite
1: episode andy yeah andy uh
3: oh my favorite episode uh my favorite episode I bet I can guess it uh go ahead streetcar named marge you are absolutely correct season 4 episode 2 a streetcar named marge uh written by jeff martin um so in this episode basically what happens is uh, Marge decides she's going to audition for a Springfield community theatrical production, a musical production of A Streetcar Named Desire called Streetcar the Musical. Um, <laughs> she does this over the objections of Homer, who is basically completely dependent on her. Uh, she gets the part uh, of Blanche Dubois only after she auditions, uh, is rejected, and then is seen in the back of the theater... Uh, depressedly on a phone call with her overbearing
0: husband and the
3: <laughs> over-the-top director Llewellyn Sinclair uh, voiced uh, beautifully by John Lovitz um, <laughs> immediately makes Marge his Blanche Dubois um, and uh, in the episode there's uh, let's see basically how it ends up uh, I'll spoil it it's uh, 20 years old it doesn't matter uh, spoiler <laughs> alert so um, So Marge gets the part. It's a whole ordeal the whole time they're rehearsing. Homer's so needy. Uh, Ned's also in the show, and so she goes next door and Homer's outside yelling because he broke the ring off his pudding can <laughs> which if you're of a certain age, you probably don't remember when they used to put pudding in cans well, and there the was ring a fell ring off my
1: pudding can <laughs> yeah. Then take, take my penknife, pen knife, my, my good man. man
3: and The Simpsons
1: loved the joke of a ring falling off a pudding can I think a penknife too because that's kind of old school yeah as that's well. very
3: old fashioned yeah um but it, it eventually the show goes on. And they put on a production of Streetcar the Musical, which is filled with delightful snippets of musical numbers and bizarre special effects.
4: Lasers.
3: Lasers. Yes. Blanche is flying through the theater. Um, And finally, uh, at the end of the show, um, Marge and Homer have a tender moment backstage where Homer is actually affected by what he saw on the stage. Right? And I like this episode so much because it is infinitely dense with jokes everything is a joke every line of dialogue so you
2: identify it as like your life right where everything (laughs) is a joke clearly
4: and the points Uh, don't matter
3: right yeah whose line is it anyway (laughs) um if the characters aren't delivering funny lines there's visual gags i mean it's too much to take in at one point and uh, John Lovitz is in it. He plays two characters. Llewellyn Sinclair, the uh, director who has directed three plays and had three heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> and as proof of his success directing an elementary school uh, production, he holds up an elementary school like newsletter that says, Play Enjoyed by All.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
3: uh, and also, his sister runs a daycare where they put Maggie uh, while Marge is rehearsing, and it's an Ayn Rand themed daycare. Oh yes, that's um, the B plot. And
2: um, yeah, she she like uh, breaks. They she helps all the other babies break out and get their pee pods. Right, they and put there's their like a birds oh reference. My God, yeah, right. yeah, um, there's a
3: birds reference. Um, yeah, it's just. It's a tremendous episode. Now,
2: Andy, can you guess my favorite episode? I think you know it already.
3: Yeah. I want to say one thing about Natalie's favorite episode, Oh, right. Though. Go right ahead. Uh, one of the best B-plots ever where Mo converts Mo's Tavern into Mo's, Uncle yes, Mo's Family, family Feedback. Oh, that's yeah. such a
1: good one. That is a good oh, one. I've man. seen that episode. There's
3: this great joke where the Uncle Hibbert's- Uncle Mo's
1: Family Feedback. He
3: gets the idea because the Hibbert family shows up and they think that it's a family restaurant. And then- <laughs> Smells like tinkle. Yeah. And then they decide to go somewhere else and they say two restaurant names. I won't be able to remember them both, but one of them is the Texas Cheesecake depository, depository. <laughs> yeah, which, which is, is very JFK funny reference. yeah you've reference.
1: referenced this in the jfk episode I think. oh did i probably <laughs> yeah. i love that
2: line <laughs> ian is like a connoisseur of this show I yeah actually
1: recall, i probably have better He's a bunker of, bunker super fan Bunker episodes
2: uh but
3: our your favorite episode is uh without a doubt king size home. that's correct oh, and that's yeah. because i've told
2: you that multiple yeah, times you,
0: that's <laughs> such you, a good one i, I showed you that, time, you
3: that episode the first time we watched that episode together love. Uh, King Size Homer is also from season 7 But yeah. it is episode
2: number da, 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 7 um, Season 7 episode 7 Homer it's a very simple plot Homer gets real fucking fat Because then he can uh, He has like a disability so He, he can wants work to from become home. disabled Yeah, So he can work from home And he wears a really silly moo moo And a fucking shower cap And uh, Bart <laughs> I wash myself with a rag on his Dude
4: my mom says that all the time <laughs> And I don't know, Fat Homer
2: is just so fucking funny. When he has
1: the bird just pressing yes for everything.
2: They just keep heightening his laziness to just, I love it, like the absurd levels where he's, there's one point where he has to actually get back to the nuclear power plant to save the day and he stops, he stops for ice cream, like he like takes over an ice cream truck and and
3: ralph and lisa are on their way to school and they're sitting on the school bus and ralph says (laughs) to lisa i heard that your daddy went into a restaurant and he ate so much food that they had to close the restaurant (laughs) and she says that her dad's not some kind of food craze maniac and then out the window homer shows up in the ice cream truck he's sucking on an ice cream cone Ooh, ooh, that's raspberry
4: (laughs) (laughs) and he's like Please accept this garbage bag full of popcorn. <laughs> Apology. Yeah,
3: when he can't go to the movies. You can't go to the movies. Honk if you're horny. Yes. I just want to watch Honk if you're horny in peace. <laughs> God damn.
4: Lumber lung. break breaky pelvis. <laughs> Wait, Ian, can I guess yours?
1: Let's guess Ian's. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you will, but yeah.
4: Is it Homer at the Bat? You
1: know what? It, ah, oh wow yeah you guessed it better him. than he no did. you're got right him. no you're right you did you're better right. than he did i was what? trying to think of what the classic episode it is that's my favorite and i was like it's not monorail even though i love monorail what
3: were you gonna say ian
1: okay well here okay no she's she's totally right uh it's homer at bat season three episode 17 um and uh i just think between all the baseball players uh, Daryl Strawberries in that one, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Darryl. They got Ken Griffey Jr. talking softball from Maine to San Diego. What is that? Uh, Ken Griffey's ball. grotesquely Madding swollen jaw. Uh, Gr- uh, Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. Gene uh, Gene Sachs? Steve Sachs. Steve Saxon is
3: running running with the with law.
1: The law talking Homer, Ozzy, and the straw. I fucking love that episode. Every baseball player has their own ridiculous storyline. <laughs> so it's not so many like an ABC story episode. It's like there's one big A story and they have a lot of tiny storylines within mm. it. And those storylines are all jokes. They're so, all ridiculous. So John Swartzwelder wrote that episode.
3: Oh really? And he's a big baseball fan. Uh, in fact, like throughout his life He used to rent out Major League Stadiums just so that he and his friends could play baseball. Like, he would do that once a year, like rent out a Major League Stadium just so that they could play a game of baseball. Were they the
4: isotopes?
3: (laughs) Yeah, probably, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But he wrote that episode, and it was apparently a point of contention in the writing room because people thought that he only wrote that episode so he could meet baseball players. Just so he could meet famous baseball players, yeah.
1: Good. Wouldn't yeah. you? I would too. Yeah. And so <laughs> they know
3: that we're opposed to it, but this is like sincerely one of the best episodes in the series. It's
1: yeah, and it's, it's so, so iconic funny. too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, just Ken Griffey Jr. getting gigantism from drinking the uh,
0: the,
4: tonic? the nerve
1: tonic. <laughs> Wade Boggs gets in his-
3: into a fight with Barney about who is England's greatest prime minister.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lord um,
2: Palmerston. <laughs> Pitt the
1: Elder. <laughs>
4: Shave those sideburns. (laughs) Uh,
2: Wade Boggs famous for drinking like what? Like 40 fucking beers in a row or something like that? Uh, I think that's every baseball player. (laughs) Oh, well,
1: that's It's Always Sunny. (laughs) Right, That episode where they fly across the country. Oh, that's right. But he actually did drink a fuck ton of beers, right? all baseball players, The the legend is he had like 72 beers on a red eye. No. And then woke up the next day and went like three for five with two RBI.
2: Baseball has a... There's also the guy who threw a no-hitter while high as a
1: fucking kite on yeah right, right. right. the so p- that Pittsburgh good. Pirates player, right mm-hmm. there's a documentary about it mm-hmm. the no no hmm um but okay so Natalie no no Natalie is totally correct about my favorite episode wow but what yes. I was gonna say was the uh the musical clip show episode oh, oh wow. wow because Ooh. growing up I That's had interesting. A, I had like the CD shout out to other mr. Bunker uh uh <laughs> mr bunker fan matt cochran for burning the cd so i could have it when i was a kid (laughs) when burning cds was a thing oh yeah but it had all the songs on it and um all singing all dancing that's that's right
3: season nine episode 11 yeah
1: you like musicals don't you dad no i don't i I think think they're they're bad bad. (laughs) and phony and something i had wrong Wake up, Dad. You're singing a song. I swear I know all the songs. I wouldn't. Song I couldn't. I hate that stuff. Now, Homer, listen, I've had enough in our family videos. You can plainly see you're a singing and dancing entertainment <laughs> machine. <laughs> uh, and I love the songs. I, I, uh, from the monorail song to um, Mr. Burns. Oh, uh, the
4: 22, uh, 20, 20, 2001 Greyhound. Mr. Yeah. Burns
2: really is a top. Yeah, three character for me. Mm-hmm. He is so fucking funny, and he's, so he's a character I could never write because I feel like whoever writes him actually needs to be pretty smart and like has a real grasp on like the vocabulary of a obnoxiously rich. And
4: he's like one weird
2: little man, one
4: bouillon cube, yes. one Concord <laughs> grape, an ether rag. <laughs> I love,
2: I love how they keep expanding him. Like he's so fucking weak.
0: Yeah,
4: he's like this. He's so inc- old. Yeah, he's
2: he's like immortally old. Uh, he's just like. Connivingly evil, but also like childish and whimsical, like the episode where he uh, adopts Bart. Oh, such So that a Bart good one. can ha- be his Season heir five. and have his inheritance. And there's just so much good burn shit in that episode.
1: Yeah, just like when uh, Bart's driving around in like a giant car playing soccer, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> with him and Milhouse. And then Milhouse is like, it's all cool. Milhouse is like, well, I'm going home. <laughs> He's like, wait, but all this stuff. And he's like, oh, all the stuff can't replace family, basically.
2: Yeah. Aww.
4: Basically. Um, basically. So, Ian, your
2: your episode's getting a little bit later into the seasons. Now, mm-hmm. normally, Andy, mm-hmm. I think uh, you and most people, Natalie, you probably agree that seasons three through like what, seven? Nine? I would people say, are like it at nine. I would say nine. Perfect, right? Yeah. We're talking like every fucking episode is a smash hit of these seasons. And that's what you've told
3: me in the past. Yeah. That's generally, I think, I think most people, Will tell you it's probably like season starting season three up through at least, at least season seven. Well, the, the showrunner
1: yeah. changed season nine or ten.
3: Uh, I think that it was season ten eight actually. Oh. Uh, and then I think that it was for two seasons, and then Al Jean's been doing it ever since.
4: Mm. Oh,
1: Al Jean's been doing it since. I thought that's when he stopped doing it.
3: No, he's been for a long time.
1: Okay, the showrunner. Because like there there is a well, people also say that uh, you know, they jumped the shark with the uh principal Skinner being That was my uh, next Armin question Tamzarian. Armin Tanzarian. Armin Tanzarian. But I actually think mm. uh for me, I'd go up to probably like season fourteen even to wow. say there are wow. plenty of quality episodes. Yeah, uh I mean... there's the one there's the spring break one. Uh there's the one even where Flanders is uh dating a Hollywood starlet, and um, the she, singer. This where he what Ned Flanders in Tinseltown, and then he has this whole daydream sequence where oh, he's yeah. in L.A. Wow! And Rod and Todd, uh, he sees um, and they go. I just remember them going, "We're Jewish now, yay!" <laughs> and then he runs into James L. Brooks, and he goes, "Hi, hi, Ned. I'm 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 James L. Brooks." He goes, "Oh, hi. Can I call you Jim?" He goes, "James L. Brooks is good." Um. <laughs> And he goes, "You like football?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "We don't have a team." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, uh, "Do you want some? Uh, do you want some cake?" Sure, it's got a brandy glaze. Okay, and so
2: there. <sighs> so you're saying still there's, up
1: until season fourteen, there's some gems. I don't want to say specifically season fourteen, but somewhere around there. Okay, and I watched what I think of now as classic episodes. I realize are a little bit later, but that's like when I. When I was watching it every Sunday, mm-hmm. when I was probably like nine to 14 or whatever it is. And when I really remember falling off of it was the 300th episode with Tony Hawk.
4: <laughs>
1: and. 302nd, um,
4: but go on. Oh, is that
1: true? Okay. <laughs> That's
4: what they say in the episode. Oh,
1: whoops. Uh, but then. Uh, so wait, they call it the three hundred episode? Yeah. And then they go 300. 300- and she's
4: like, oh, 302 by my count. And she's like, shh.
1: Oh my god, yeah. I, I don't remember that. Huh. But that's the t- that's the point where even as a kid, I was like, they seem to be relying heavily uh, on celebrity cameos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, what
2: about for the two know-it-alls? Oh
4: boy, the
2: savants. Where are you guys? I mean, pick here's, it. You got to pick it. Cut it off. Put the my line.
4: My least favorite episode, and it was on all the fucking time. Uh, and my mom, if it because my mom watches Simpsons with us. My dad watched it. We watched it while we ate dinner. And I want
2: to get. I want to get back to that, but. Let me know your episode.
4: Okay. Uh, it's the episode where there's a screaming caterpillar in their like koi pond garden thing and it oh. won't stop screaming. And it's like a protected animal, so they can't do anything about it. And
1: the caterpillar screaming the whole episode. The caterpillar right.
4: screams the whole episode. It's the most annoying episode. And then Carmen Electra with like her BOTs are like out in it and, ugh. I hate that episode so much. And my if it came on, my mom was like, we got to change the channel. I can't listen to the caterpillar scream.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a bad episode. Yeah. Boy, you guys have named a lot of bad episodes. Um, I think obviously the answer. Even the ones I like. The obvious answer is the yeah. principal and the Popper. That's the Armin Tamzerian episode. Yeah. Tamzerian. But uh, allow me to make an alternative suggestion here. And they defended that.
2: They defended that episode for a while, the writers. Yeah. And they, I, I think like, they still I do like to the end of the day. I, I think also it's a great like one. that
4: episode. I get why people don't like it, though.
2: Mm, interesting. Mm, interesting. 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 like it?
4: I do. I mean, listeners, really, It has some funny things in it.
2: You got to let us know, listeners, where you stand Are you on a principal this. or a popper? Are you a principal <laughs> or a popper? Let us know. Use the hashtag. Principal or Popper?
1: Yeah, yeah. And if you're a principal, you like the episode. That's right. And if you're a Popper, you don't like. The yes, story. yeah. State whether you <laughs> so, are.
2: Yeah. Tweeted us at Mr. Bunker Pod. Yeah. You
1: must know. show who you are loyal to. Show
3: your stripes.
4: Are you a Seymour <laughs> or an Armin?
3: I'm going to throw this out here. Uh, season seven, episode twenty-four. Wow, Homer Palooza.
4: <gasps>
3: when he's the cannonball guy? Yeah.
4: Oh, I love With that With the Red one. Hot Chili Peppers? I just watched it last week. And the smash. Pumpkins? I just pumpkins? watched it
3: last night, actually. All right. Here's why. In You're this episode- the old man now. In, <laughs> no, no, no. I've never liked uh, this okay. episode. I have to
1: look at season eight now and 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 defend. I've
3: never liked this episode, but I'll tell you what happens in this episode. It's an okay episode. Homer takes- uh, It's got some of the hallmarks of later seasons episodes. Mm. There's a lot of celebrity guests mm-hmm. who are playing themselves. It's got- Smashing Pumpkins, Peter Frampton, uh, it's got Cypress Hill. They're all playing themselves. It's all in this music tour, uh, Hullabaloo, that Homer takes Lisa and Bart in an attempt to seem cool to them. And they go to the music festival. Homer kicks a cannon that's got uh, an inflatable pig in it. It hits him in the gut, and he's fine. And he just on a whim becomes a carnival freak that travels with this music festival. It's very much like like one of the older episodes. Okay,
1: I see you. One of the newer, oh
3: yeah, newer episodes,
1: L- later episodes. Yeah. I should
3: say. Uh, so it's, I see what you mean. This is like the germs. I think the the seedlings of what was to come. Um, there's a there's a blogger, a pr- prolific blogger, who describes himself as a person who complains about things on the internet. <laughs> uh, but he writes a lot of stuff for this website called Dead Homer Society that's been pushing <laughs> this idea called Zombie Simpsons that. The actual Simpsons show ended uh, some point in the 90s, and it, there's just been season after season of a show called Zombie Simpsons. I mean, <laughs> it's a little over the top for me to go like with all this terminology, but um, this guy, his name is Charlie Sweatpants. Um, he said that a turning point was another season seven episode, episode 11, Marge Be Not Proud. Um, now, in this episode, what happens is the family's going to the, try and save I think uh, and they're going to get family pictures taken Uh, Bart runs into Jimbo Dolphin Kearney Um, Jimbo has a football hilariously concealed under his uh, knit hat and uh, they encourage him to get a four finger discount which you know Simpsons characters only have four fingers so they encourage him to shoplift Bart shoplifts from the store Uh, he shoplifts Bone Storm the hot game and um, what ends up happening is he gets plucked out of the family photograph uh, while they're taking the pictures yanked from the frame literally by uh, try and save detective Don Brodka. Uh-huh. And <laughs> what happens uh, later is that he really it impacts his relationship with his mom and she's very disappointed. And, They go through this whole thing where she's like distancing herself like it's time for Bart to grow up. And then at the end, um, he sneaks back into the house one morning and he's got something concealed in his jacket and Marge thinks he's stealing again. But what he did is he went to the try and save and got a nice photograph of himself that he gives to her for Christmas.
4: With a paid in full receipt.
3: Right. And uh, the reason that Charlie Sweatpants thinks that this is a bad episode, which is one in full disclosure, I actually like. Uh, the reason he thinks it's a bad episode is because he sees this as the turning point where the Simpsons went from a satire on sitcoms to being an actual sitcom Mm. that this, because they learn a lesson, right? That this episode, they learn an actual sitcom lesson rather than learning a lesson. That's like
1: a, a satirized version of a sitcom. I don't know, but Bart, Bart learned plenty of lessons in the early seasons. you know, Bart the General and when he um when they when go he to, goes the to France when oh, he yeah. pretends to be a smart yeah.
4: uh Bart the genius. Yeah, yeah. like there's... I don't I
3: don't necessarily agree with this opinion. But
4: I know what you mean because like there's episodes where they're supposed to learn a lesson, um, like when Sherry Bobbins comes and tries to help the family <laughs> right. and then they have like a big singing sequence when they're like uh, we're happy just the way songs. we are right. good songs in that one. Um and so like not, literally nothing changes, getting but they're like Well that to was never nice, you know. So it was like the antithesis of uh, what a sitcom is supposed to be. Right. So. Yeah.
2: I don't know if I'm agreeing with this. In fact, Artie Suit Pants is going to call out <laughs> Charlie Sweatpants Whoa. right Whoa. now. Hey, take off your pants because uh, <laughs> you're taking a shit. You're actually wearing Adidas <laughs> track pants. I am wearing, I'm already <laughs> Track Pants, baby. Slav style.
3: Which is better than sweatpants. <laughs> Can we see your gold chain? I'm so comfy. Where's He's your, wearing his Ukrainian tuxedo pants.
2: Yeah, Charlie Sweatpants.
4: Your Honda Civic is outside pumping techno. Uh, yeah,
2: baby, hard, hard style. <laughs> <laughs> so this begs the question here. I mean, uh, you know, obviously they've written, they've written so much stuff over the years. It's just again, kind of lends credence to this whole they're time travelers kind of thing, which you know I don't think any of us buy. But we'll get to our prediction. We'll get to our. But I do want to talk about a little bit about, you know, experiencing The Simpsons, because Ian, you know, you're one of the few people I've met like me who, like,
1: wasn't allowed to watch the show. Mm-hmm. And I find that so interesting. I actually, I've met plenty of people. Really? Well, maybe it's. Maybe it's because I'm I seek other people like me. Some much like being like just know, seek uh, other people in general, unlike art. Yeah, uh, and everyone else is running away from me, so I have to. Look for <laughs> it. Uh, but much like being like, and hey, I'll stay and make awkward awkward eye
2: contact. Yeah, <laughs> and you, awkward uh, eye contact, <laughs> awkward, orc, or, or just talking, or um, weird, yeah, or just contact.
0: talking. <laughs> Even that
2: I struggle with. But so I mean, what do you, what do you think are some of the reasons for that? And Natalie, you know, obviously, you can chime in too with. Seems oh, like I'll your whole family in. seems like it's like you're having a fun experience and enjoys humor.
4: I, we have a whole family story about it, but yeah, I'll let Ian go to it. Oh,
1: I, I mean, you know, I think uh, for sort of the, uh, I don't, what are they, Lutheran Simpsons? Mm-hmm. Some kind of Protestant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's uh, for I the mean, same reason they're satirizing mm. people that are kind of like goody-goody two shoes Christians, right? Is that if you are uh, somebody who's a a little bit more conservative or a little bit more um, yeah, like you would you get know, offended? Just, you want to yeah, yeah, you want or you want to protect your kids from mm. from anything about sex or yeah, you know, like it, it's one of the problems that I think is you know the big difference between like America and Europe is like. We I could watch violent movies. Yes, that was never a problem. I could watch Terminator. I could watch right. The Matrix or right, whatever. Right. Like that was fine. Predator. But when it came to things about sex, uh, which really I think that's the main the main thing with The Simpsons. Interesting. Is, you know, Marge and Homer um, they fuck. They fuck. And, cla- I mean, they clap those fucking cheeks. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know those what I'm saying? yellow cheeks. Yellow cheeks. Yeah. yeah. And Homer's collab- got a big old fucking thick ass, fucking, dude. Uh, yeah, he's got big butt. Oh, and, man, he's uh, thick, you know, they Multiple have had Sex after prom. prom when
2: he's uh he's the snowplow, he plows his wife. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, watching that episode with my uh, my aunt, and I was like, I felt uncomfortable watching because I was like, yeah. I was around that age, I was like twelve, and I was like, mm, this is this is awkward it's because of your erection. Day. Yeah, the You're birds like are I'm out. horny.
1: I'm into hentai. <laughs> like, don't. Yeah, I'm into cartoons. Fucking. Yeah. Well, point. you know you are. Okay, oh, take it that's easy, interesting
2: Art. though, because I don't think that my family was like that. I just think that, like, I don't know. I guess I never really asked them, but I think they always viewed cartoons as like childish, stupid. Like, no, I they didn't like, like Rocco's cartoons, Modern so, yeah. Life. They didn't really? like Ren and oh. Stimpy. Oh
4: man! You
2: know, they thought it was like. Uh, I feel like my dad would always what say about stuff.
1: Rugrats. Could you watch Rugrats? Yeah,
2: like maybe like Rugrats was fine, but I feel like cartoons were kind of like you're too old for that now. You don't need to be watching that we'll kind watching of silly PBS. brain, <laughs> Brain. they would call it like... Brain junk? Yeah, or Probably like, no, very you're watching food something, or something real smart, huh? Oh, like, wow. Dude, like, real sarcastic. Like, oh, oh, yeah, you're really uh, really I'd, educating yourself.
1: I'd go as far as to say they were condescending. <laughs> a little bit. Art. Maybe that's yeah. why I am the way I am.
3: We all are the way we are because a lot, because, because of our parents. Because
2: Art's parents was We are we are. But Natalie, your family... Embrace the humor and, and
4: oh, joy of The Simpsons. My grandma didn't like it because she lived with us for a little while. Um, but um, she like dealt with it. But she, whatever. My family loved it, though. Like my mom, my dad, and my brother and I. And my brother's older, too. So I think like that has something to do with mm. it. Because when The Simpsons came out, my brother was like two. Um, But we always watched The Simpsons growing up. We would actually, we had a TV in our kitchen. Mm. And this is like a famous O'Sullivan family story. My brother, my mom, my dad and I are eating dinner together and like we're watching The Simpsons and my brother and I are not talking, not paying attention. Like we're just watching TV and my dad is asking us about our day and trying to like communicate it's like with the us. the show. And we're just like eating and not listening to him and he's like, all right, that's it. I'm done. This is ridiculous. And he gets up and he unplugs the toaster. And so we just start like railing on him, like making fun <laughs> of him. We're like, oh! have toes oh how could you like my mom is like crying laughing and it is like a famous story (laughs) we tell about my dad also when he shaved off his eyebrow also when he glued his lips together that's
2: fun (laughs) that's fun um stories but
4: yeah yeah like nice to have those also (laughs) talking about like the simpsons and sex one of my favorite quotes is when um Bart skips school and he's like, ah, it's a beautiful day. The sun is out. The birds are singing. The bees are trying to have sex with them, as is my understanding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. It's
2: a great fucking line. Yeah. And Andy, obviously, you were like in your mid 40s <laughs> when The Simpsons were airing. Yeah, so in 89,
3: I, nobody cared what you December
2: were doing. In December 89, when it was released, I had just turned 36.
3: And uh, for me, the Simpsons was. You've already uh, been run out of
2: four different counties at
3: that point. <laughs> they say you can never go back home, and that's true for me because there's a warrant still out for my arrest. <laughs> no, I was four years old, uh, but I was allowed to watch The Simpsons. It was it was like viewing. your generation yeah. show,
2: really. I feel like
3: for me, uh, I really think that um, The Simpsons was the '90s. Uh, along with Seinfeld for comedy for me mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's those were like that was what we were watching on TV at my house
1: you, you know what's weird I could I could watch Seinfeld no uh, I, I remember sometimes my parents
2: liked Seinfeld too. Seinfeld yeah.
1: everybody liked it honestly yeah. if I'm gonna break it down here cause they'd be in bed or something like the sex was implied they talk about sex all the time oh yeah they have a whole episode of masturbation exactly <laughs> yeah. and I think a lot of that went over my head or like I'd see them in bed I'd be like oh adults are in the same bed like whatever yeah I didn't put everything together, and and now that we're talking about it now, I think the big difference between the Simpsons and Seinfeld is church, mm. and that they go to church, and that they don't like going to church, mm. and there is some sort that the Simpsons' relationship with church. Uh I think that makes that difference interesting. to and probably I, yeah. probably my mom, you know, in that she's she's very religious, sure. and uh, I don't think. I think just any sort of slight or criticism can, yeah. uh, you know, or even just a joke. I remember one time in church leaning over my mom and going, not a laugh in the place. And she gave me the dirtiest <laughs> laugh. Oh, my God. Classic uh, <laughs> yeah. so That was, uh, what a scam. Um, you know, I, I was I'm going
3: to say, it. I think for me, the reason that a lot of people couldn't watch it is because the presence of child
2: characters hmm. in the Simpsons. I think that, um, yeah, cause you were alive during the time when you saw, actually saw a lot of the, the pushback against it. Now, obviously we, nowadays we look back and like the Simpsons, it's like, it's such a cultural touchstone yeah. now that, that that's like, sort of, they weren't doing people anything
3: forget. It's become what it was against at first, you right. know? Uh, but I think that people like, like my grandparents, they didn't like the idea of, uh, of a little of a kid like Bart Simpson, right foul like, like a bad foul like mouthed youth little shorts, who's not respectful of his elders like mm-hmm. it's but that I, kind of thing that I think they felt like oh this is this will be a bad influence on you South Park
2: was my I sneak it show that was my That's i funny. I had to convince. Uh, an older relative or something to get me the DVDs or something. Oh, cause... my parents hated. it. I was not allowed to watch South Park. Yeah,
1: South really? Park was 10 times worse, No, too. me neither. <laughs> and then I remember I going to my, my uncle's I still house. Do. Where, like, my three-year-old cousin was watching it. Right. I'm like, Mom, like, Joey gets to watch it and I don't? She goes, he doesn't understand what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> You're
4: like, all right. Well, well now are talking about anal probing. That was a big <laughs> yeah. thing
1: was it was like, I think. Oh, I got that. Why does she
2: think that you understand it? Our parents felt like the shows we watched, like you know, and this was like the time. It was like uh, you kind of you had like you had things like Columbine, right? And it's mm-hmm. like they, you know, you didn't want your kids to be watching this like quote unquote filth. We were too we're influenced, influenced by, it. by it. Right, we were being yeah. influenced by right. it. But in you know nowadays, we understand that it's really I, more your you peers. Know, you
1: know, I do think the older I get. Uh, especially with the the violence. I, w- I was watching uh, Mr. Robot. And yeah. there's a scene where just a bunch of FBI agents are just slaughtered on the ground, piles of blood everywhere. And I'm like, man, they would not have allowed this on TV before. It's on fucking and USA. Where, and you know what? I, I think for a lot of people, like it's crazy and it's shocking. Right. But I think for a lot of people, it wouldn't phase them mm-hmm. as much. And I, And the older I get, I go, you know what? I think- there is a certain amount of destigmatizing that leads to some of the problems we have now. Um, th-
3: there are, was the b- big opinion that, that Ian, that at the time the Simpsons came out that that uh, sitcoms were so saccharine mm-hmm. that and people were just not accepting at the time of a change in this model that had existed like since TV had started like sitcoms existed almost unchanged in the format mm-hmm. and then this was such a a wild left turn yeah, yeah. from the that's format. A good point it's a good point it's
4: very interesting because i i feel like simpsons had such a positive influence on my life and my parents like saw that and they like fed into it like i mm-hmm. remember i was eight
2: wow you must have great parents
4: <laughs> thank you hey mom and dad <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, humble am Pretty
2: sad right now. <laughs> anyway, continue your story, Naily.
4: Um, my dad <laughs> went to Philadelphia, and I remember when he came back, he brought me a Simpsons episode guide, and I poured over it. Like I just read it so much. And I was like eight years old. Like yeah. I was so interested in it and like asked my parents about cultural references that I didn't understand. Mm. And then I would like you saw it
2: as a teaching moment.
4: Yeah, yeah. And um I just was like, wow, I haven't I've never seen this episode. Like um I really want to see it you know and I remember I would draw the characters and my parents were like oh my god you're drawing the characters like this is really cool do you like do you want to take an art class right and I said yeah so they signed me up for classes at the Art Institute of Chicago when I was a kid and like it was it was awesome like Mm. I always felt like it had such a positive influence on me like artistically and creatively and also like in comedy because it's such a smart show. And I think part of it is like the writers too, like Conan. They love, my parents love Conan. It's also
1: very goofy. And I I can see how Mm -hmm. you would, would probably, it would probably bring some of the goofiness out of you as a kid. Oh, totally. And I mean, you know, that's,
2: you know, even shows like Futurama though, everyone on that show was like, so fucking smart. Yeah. yeah. And you really had to be
1: to make those
2: kinds well, they of have jokes. actual
1: like scientists as writers. They on
2: uh they did some there was some episode where they actually brought in physicists to conduct a like full length published piece of research for just a joke in the show. I forget what it There's is. There's like
1: a whole language they created, the yeah. alien language yeah. that's in the background a lot.
2: Yeah, it's it's it's
3: like it's basically like something that Tolkien did mm. for Lord of the Rings. Like they they
1: created a legitimate language. All right, well, if you have any Lord of the Rings uh, podcasts coming up, I've been rereading it recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look out for our new podcast,
3: Lore of the Rings, where we go into the whole backstory okay. of yeah. Lord
1: of the Rings. Special guest, uh, Stephen. I bet that podcast People already
2: Bear. exists. I bet it does in There's
3: multiple
1: forms. There's probably five of them. And, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, listeners, let us know about your experiences with The Simpsons growing up or anything that I happened guess. to you growing up. <laughs>
3: okay.
4: Yeah. Uh,
2: use the hashtag
3: growing up simpson
4: latex condo (laughs) (laughs) boy i'd like to live in one of those
1: (laughs) here's the hashtag latex condo (laughs) oh my god what was your favorite simpsons video game
2: uh crazy taxi always got to be the arcade game Ooh, the arcade game's good but it's frustrating as fuck yeah sure it is but it's an arcade game i only ever had the crazy taxi uh, road rage road rage uh road rage was the gta one
1: Oh, it was. Yeah, there Wait, was. A, the they cra- made a
2: crazy taxi version in no, the Simpsons. No, no,
1: I know you're right. Yeah, then it's not road rage. It's mm-hmm. um, I think it's just hit and run. Hit and run mm. it was no, hit and that's run the GTA one. Road rage. Is you the were crazy right. Road rage is the, is the crazy taxi. GTA one. one.
2: Yeah. You could have.
1: Uh, I really liked Homer both of Mobile. You could drive Autos thing. You the could, school bus. Is this all
4: on PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Damn.
1: Mm, yeah, I guess I had neighbors at the PlayStation.
4: I had an N64. They had yeah.
1: Road Ra- Road Rage was an arcade game though, too. Mm.
4: That's
1: right. where I first remember yeah, playing
3: Yeah, yeah. I think I played that in an arcade before. I like mm-hmm. Simpsons
4: Tapped Out on my phone. Yes. I
1: was about to tell you we used to, bring to play it that up. you still play that?
4: Uh you know what? I recently got rid of the app because I was spending too much time on it. But wow. I made it to level thirty two.
1: Wow. It
4: was pretty dope. Wow. I got to make my own Springfield. It was awesome. Yeah.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Andy. You got your ass beat boy. Yeah. Huh. You didn't make that Spanked far. That yellow time, cheek. For, time for me to die.
0: Time um, for me time to, to die. Time.
2: time for me to die. Well, <laughs> folks, should we get to our verdicts on this topic? I mean, mm. I think we already kind of know where we're getting at.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Obviously, Ian and Natalie, you've listened to the show before, but we're going to give our verdicts on a scale of uh, case closed to case confirmed, and everything zero zero on the scale being uh, uh plausible. And everything else is in between.
1: Or you can think of it as, I guess, 0 to 100. With so we are, as possible? the actual idea is that Matt Groening is is a time traveler. Groening? Groening. That Groening. these Simpsons okay.
2: possess some kind of There's a conspiracy precog, right there. Right.
1: precog
2: uh, clairvoyant powers in order to predict the future. And that's how they got these, uh, a couple of jokes. Or that they have access to time travel technology. <laughs> a and couple they of have, <laughs> uh,
3: random gags. <laughs> And that they've seen the future and they've embedded it, clues
2: into the show. Uh, and they didn't use it to uh, benefit themselves in any way other than to write a couple jokes
1: yeah. in their t- already successful TV yeah. show. Yeah. Um, I will give that uh, plausible molecule. Wow. Plausible molecule. In that living in a multiverse with infinite <laughs> possibilities. <laughs> wow. I think oh, it is a is very deep. small you chance guys that are we are in the wild. universe that allows for time travel. Wow. Happen. Damn. Mm. Love you it. heard it here. There it is. Ian plausible molecule bringing it back to simulation theory yeah. okay yeah. Right, fair enough ian all roads lead A to simulation point. theory and also i listened to your christmas episode and i'd have to say oh. uh in when i used to murder it people it came which came
2: out last week
1: <laughs> when i used to murder people in roller coaster tycoon that's right i felt very bad about it <laughs> But I didn't really care because they were so low functioning compared to me that what does it matter to me? That's my point. So for in a simulation and they would be so much more advanced than us, we'd be like ants. They wouldn't feel anything for us. For killing us or for all these uh, horrible things. So, watch out, us.
3: people in hospitals on life
2: support. Ian's coming for you. <laughs> you know, oh it
0: is God. fucked
2: up when Andy and I are the two people oh. who are like, we would never create a simulation. That's terrible.
0: <laughs> everyone else is like,
2: yeah, I'd fucking do it. What I give
0: I'm
3: just
2: saying. Like, I'm I, fucking, I, I'll lock him in a room. Yeah, yeah I didn't, didn't expect pant. to be
3: on the wrong side of that argument. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought everyone would be like, oh, no, I wouldn't. You're on the <laughs> wrong side of history. Yeah, I know.
2: Whoops. Yeah, that's right. You Yet are the again. famous roller coaster tycoon Ian.
3: That's right. <laughs> Our
2: friend the tycoon. Uh,
3: He's a
4: roller coaster tyrant. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> uh Natalie, your verdict on oh this. Oh boy.
4: This topic. I'm wh- oh, I'm somewhere in between the plausible molecule and the case closed. Ooh, I, oh, oh, would you
1: like a molecule? Okay,
3: plausible
2: quark. Plausible, yeah. Plausible, plas- yeah. Plas- <laughs> yeah, plausible <laughs> atom. Oh yeah. my goodness! Add it to the scale.
4: Oh yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> split, Justin Link, get on that. I'm gonna split these atoms with a hammer, just the old-fashioned way, at the nuclear power plant. Wow! Empty your pockets. Yeah, as I
3: suspected. <laughs> atoms.
4: <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say that there's some atoms in my pocket of like, this could happen. They could be
3: wow. Tom wow. You guys are wild and crazy
0: guys.
4: Why not? You know, why not? Okay. if you have like disposable income, which like I, I'm sure they might, they'd probably, and they've like, they've made shows like Futurama, like, they probably have a tube. They probably have their own tube. That they can just get sucked up in and go somewhere mm. else. Also,
1: listeners, if you have disposable disposable income, tweet at me at Hamilton. Tell me
0: <laughs> what's let it like. It, let him know how yeah. to do it. Yeah, you, like.
4: you can <laughs> even yeah. Venmo him. Also
3: at Hamilton. If uh, everyone Venmo, Ian, uh, if you know how to make disposable income, us let us know how that like, works
4: yeah i'd like to hear some. Yeah, or more. how to
1: monetize podcasts <laughs> sure, 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 that sounds good um, um yes yeah, wow. so i'm
4: i'm a mister in between but i'm i lean on the side of case closed because okay. i'm like why would you and you know there's been a lot of synchronicity in our daily lives so it just could be one of those things okay
0: fair wow. enough yeah
4: okay uh
2: the floor is yours andy uh, Literally, the linoleum on the
1: floor. I'll, yeah, I I'll pay skip for ahead to Andy's Occam's razor.
2: <laughs> well,
0: then
3: there's no need for me to say any more.
0: Uh,
1: Finally. Oh, I'm God. going case closed on this
3: one. Wow. Uh, definitively, the Simpsons writers don't have access to time travel. Uh, I balk at the idea that we even call these predictions. They weren't trying to predict the future. They're mm. trying to make jokes. If you say something that comes true later, you're not trying to predict it. You were just saying something. And then it just happened to come true. It's not that you predicted anything. Um, the Simpsons, we've said it, they have so much content, 30 years worth of episodes. We don't ever talk about all the stuff they didn't get right.
0: Mm.
3: What about flying cars? We don't have those yet. And they predicted that. Other bikes. in Lisa's wedding, people point to like video calling and smartwatches and stuff. We don't have flying cars yet.
1: So why would they do a whole episode about the future or and get the, all this
3: stuff right and then or, completely put a thing in there that's totally wrong?
1: Or the death of the electric car because they didn't predict that Tesla would come back. That's right. They have the, the lec- that right. electric car. I don't go very fast or very far. And if you drive me, people will think you're gay. And then there's a bunch of gay people going, one of us, one of us. That's when they're at Epcot. Right. Exactly. And they ride the, ride the Enron ride. Yeah.
3: <laughs> wow. um, I'll also say this. A lot of the stuff that- A little is homophobic. Gets pulled <laughs> up as well. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff maybe doesn't age that well. Uh, it's better than some things, though.
4: Oh, um, I think
1: that's way better than a lot of TV shows. Right. And I would
4: say they predicted a gay friends. steel mill.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what about the possibility that
3: the show is not making, is not predicting things that come true, but it is influencing the decisions of people in the future? Like wow. Star Trek. Yes, exactly. People point a lot to Lady Gaga. They did Lisa Goes Gaga. Lady Gaga has a concert. People say, oh, they predicted the Super Bowl halftime show because it's Super Bowl. It's not the Super Bowl. She just had a concert at Springfield and she's flying through the air and wearing this costume. And then she did that at the Super Bowl. Is it because they predicted it, or is it because she obviously saw this episode? She was involved in the production mm. of it. That she just say, this will be fun if I wear a similar costume
1: for the Super Bowl show? And pre-tape this part. Right. Exactly. But you throwing shade at Lady Gaga? She pre-taped the part, I'm just saying. I, wasn't I don't shade. care, I, I, don't there? I don't give a shit. Were
4: you there? I don't give a fuck. Did you time travel there?
0: Oh.
1: Uh, uh, mm. No, I teleported. New episode. <laughs> He's got in a time. portal. Yeah. Ian's got a Stargate. Well,
3: don't jump in that matter transporter with a fly.
4: Oh Whoa. like Bart.
1: Mm. I was about I was gonna reference that episode earlier.
4: Speaking of Bart, Art.
1: What's uh, oh, exactly. your prediction? Uh
4: yeah.
2: Unfortunately, I have to echo my co-host, your co host uh, Art's agreeing with me. I everybody. agree with Andy. echoing what I said. That even. is unfortunate. Case closed. I think much like Star Trek predicted predicted, quote unquote, cell phones and like FaceTime and uh, a whole ton of shit. Um, the rise and fall of William Shatner, uh, all these things. Um, I I think it wasn't so much predictions as it was just really fucking smart, not funny in Star Trek's case, but smart people working on that show who were like looking at futurology and saying like, where's technology headed? Well, everything's going to get smaller and smaller and we're going to have communication devices, instant communication and cell phones and all sorts of shit um art you know
3: there's one of these examples of stuff that's the higgs boson particle the god particle mm-hmm. that homer's got this equation on a blackboard right uh they had a writer at the time when they did that episode who was really into like physics quantum physics or whatever and that's why they put that equation up there it's like oh we need something to put on this blackboard that's going to make him look smart mm. and the guy suggests this and it's people say oh look they predicted it but it's not even the. R- Exact right equation. He was
2: actually fucking like looking at the research, being like, "I just use this." It was a thing that existed at the time.
1: It's not that they. Yeah, no, the equation was already around, but it wasn't until they had a giant hyperloop, right, that they could actually smash atoms. That they a a bunch of times until they finally found it. Yeah.
2: Um. So yeah, case closed as well. So listeners, those are our verdicts on the topic of The Simpsons. Those are uh, our verdicts. On the uh, topic of uh, the Simpsons t- uh, being time travelers, Diamond Joe Quimby. Everybody, I'm Joe
1: Quimby. Um, favorite guest star? Who's your favorite guest star?
0: Ooh, ooh, wow!
1: I'm, I'm a little torn between Danny DeVito as Homer's, Homer's brother and That's a great one. Um, uh, Mr. Burns. Burns is or no? Burns' son, um, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. Those are my mm. two
4: favorites. I would say when uh, Bat Midler and Krusty have a horse together, <laughs> Crudler.
1: Uh, that is pretty. I've seen that one.
2: I don't know enough to say anything.
4: No, come on. Come on that's never stopped the you. That's the never only one I before. can
2: remember is uh, Michael Jackson as Leo Kropatsky, right? Or what, whatever his
3: name is. Leon Kompowski. Leon Kompowski. Yeah. Uh, An episode you can can't remember. see
2: anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, they pulled it. It's not on
3: Disney, it plus? Disney+.
1: Plus. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. they pulled it from Disney+. Plus. Uh,
2: Interesting. yee. Yeah. It's the only one I can remember off the top of my head where there's a guest star.
1: Or oh, but uh but Michael Jackson's not listed in that one. Right. Same with uh uh the guy from The Graduate. Come on. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not listed in that episode either, right? Yeah, and
3: Lisa, and Lisa Substitute, substitute. he has a, a pseudonym and so does Michael Jackson. I can't remember what they're
4: John uh, K. Other names are. Smith is the Michael Jackson one, I believe.
1: Yeah, you might be right about that, Natalie. One time we went you. to Simpsons Trivia and oh, Natalie. <laughs> had the it, it was amazing. We did we did the best in the first round because of her. We got every single question right. And then we had a tiebreaker question where us and another group sent up, you know, somebody to answer a tiebreaker question. And um
4: They sent the, me up. Yay.
1: What was the question again?
4: So the question it was a lightning round. Whoever rose their hand first between me and this other girl the question was when Bart works at Maison Derrière, which comedian does he have to fill in for? Wait, I
1: can't remember. Yeah,
4: and uh, like, like a whose... bolt
1: of lightning, Natalie. Oh, wait, I remember. Whose suit, did whose suit he wear? does he
4: have to wear? And I said, Melzatz.
1: Mm-hmm. You won? Yeah. It's wow. Zetz. Yeah. Like, God
3: damn, I don't care if he's filling in for Malzette's.
4: Yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. But wait,
1: that's a different episode.
4: No, it's not. No, that's Isn't the same one? one. Yeah, it's the same one.
1: I swear they reference Malzette's again no, at some other point. No. Anyway.
4: Really good, like two very solid plots in that episode. Yeah. Bart of Darkness.
1: And another one that I I love all the ones with songs. Yeah, they have a lot of good music on the show. If it has a good song in it, it's up there for me.
4: Wait, is it Bart of Darkness or Bart After Dark? I think it's Bart after dark.
3: Yeah, I think it's Bart after dark and Bart, Bart of darkness, darkness is when he
4: breaks his leg on the right. pool and it says mill pool, which is the
3: reference art for, for you where I said everything wrapped up in a neat little package. Because mm. oh, doing like a like, rear window,
2: right? Yeah,
1: mods away on like a missions trip. They think Flanders kills his wife. That's right. Oh my God. People should tweet in what the references are during the research.
2: I guarantee you, I will put this. No other podcast has ever made more Simpsons references <laughs> in a script ever. <laughs>
1: Unless maybe there's a Simpsons podcast. Yeah, so there is. Well, I mean, there are
4: uh, Simpsons
3: podcasts yeah. out there. Well, there so you go. Probably are. Us.
2: But hey, we're up there. We're contending. Non-Simpsons podcasts. Listeners, many Simpsons references. let us know what you think. Send us emails, mrbunkerpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Tweet or DM us uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at mrbunkerpod. Venmo me. Venmo Ian. At Hamilton. <laughs> Check us out on YouTube. Uh, I guess just Mr. Bunker Pod. I don't know if I changed it.
1: Very yet. fun video, by the way. There's a fun yeah, video
2: up there. So funny. Fun um, Chris, well, Christmas
1: video. video. I'll, I'd plug that
4: for you. Follow us on Twitch at Mr. Tech.
2: Bunker Pod as well. I think that's all the social media. <laughs> okay. okay. Whew, got them um, all. Guys. And Happy New Year. Speaking of Happy New Year's, it's New Year's Day. Hmm. It's 2020. It's a new year. Why don't we go around the tobble? As Andy uses his nose, much like a tiny pig, to move the microphone. Oh. It's mostly Uh, my cheek. Let's say some New Year's resolutions. What do we want for 2020? What do we want to be? What do we want to accomplish? 2019 was a stellar year. The inception of this podcast. And thanks to every listener and uh, our wonderful guests who come on and make it so special. I only hope that 2020 can bring even more fun. Also, I would love to get a hydraulic penis installed. (laughs) Installed where? (laughs) On the wall.
4: In your car.
2: In his mattress. Under the toilet. A little bit of both. We'll see what uh, 2020 brings, what baby New Year brings to me. Anyway, what do you guys want to say? What's your New Year's resolutions?
4: I want to act more, and I do want to finish the play that Ian and I are writing.
1: We're writing a play about a new biosphere.
4: Yeah, so we've been doing a lot of research. Like
1: a new biome?
4: A uh, A
3: new biodome? So this is like a reboot of the Pauly Shore movie?
4: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, nice. Um, Something like
1: that. Yeah, it's a biosphere. Biosphere. biosphere,
4: Well, technically, like the Earth is a biosphere. Uh, Mm Oh, so
1: it's like a sci-fi. So the actual thing is called Biosphere Two, and that's in reality in the 90s. It was this giant science experiment slash art project where a building had um, all kinds of different environments in it. Yeah. Like a desert and a jungle and an ocean. ocean.
4: And they so eight scientists lived in the biosphere. Slash artists. Did Simpsons do
2: a bit of isn't that the plot of the Simpsons
1: movie?
4: Yeah, there is a big part of that. Yeah. Wow. Although that's
1: more like the dome with Stephen King. The dome. Yeah. But it is a Simpsons predicted this play.
4: Technically a biosphere, yeah. So in Biosphere 2, which is like a real thing that actually still stands today in Arizona. (gasps) Um, eight scientists lived there for two years and had to, like, grow their own food and harvest these crops and study all different sorts of things. So like-
2: is this this is, like, about people living in a new biosphere and their interactions. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Ooh. Yeah.
4: So it's it was, it's okay. been super fun to research. And, I bet. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I forgot to renew my library books before I left. It's me. okay. Oh, <laughs> right. They got rid the of
2: fines. Yeah, there's they? no fines. Just, well, here <laughs> there isn't. Wait No, you...
1: same with us. There, like, she had them for three weeks. They charged her 14 cents for, like, six books. <laughs> and now we're a month out from the same books. And she went back two weeks ago and said, I'm sorry, I forgot the books, but I just wanted to pay the thing. And they said, there's no charge.
4: Yeah, they they didn't charge me. So then I was like, oh, I'm just going to renew them all then.
1: So then you were like, I'm just going to go masturbate in the back, I guess, like everyone else at the library. Her usual. Oh, when I was uh, 13, what? we'd go to the library. There would be homeless people Looking at porn, oh, yeah, all the time. I mean, that's a library. And for us, we could just Google. We would just Google porn. Oh, Google wasn't awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would have to uh, and at the library. They didn't have any censors on. It was so
4: strange. Is that your New Year's resolution for this year? <laughs>
2: to jerk off more
4: uh, <laughs> in the library.
1: Uh, I'm gonna start Google more porn, my porn at the library. Bing.
4: Bing? Bing? Does Bing still exist?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask Jeeves. Where the good porn at <laughs> where the good porn at? What a great question um no. let us know what you find out yeah my new year's resolution is to next year write actor on my taxes performer or whatever okay like that's what it's how I want to make the majority of my money.
3: That's what you want to say on the part where your profession is or are you just gonna like scrawl it in the margins? <laughs> Oh, I'll cheat on my taxes like every other <laughs> And the part that
4: says, please do not write here. <laughs> okay, okay, but I'm an actor.
3: <laughs> I'm an
2: actor.
0: Mm-hmm. I do what I want. Out of okay. my way.
3: I'm
2: an actor. So, okay. two very creative, um, wonderful resolutions. Andy? Uh, I literally just resolved to do this earlier today at oh, my you're wife's PS. So you're so great.
3: And uh, you're going to like this one, Art, because uh, you've been bitching about this for years. I'm gonna do a sleep study and
2: figure out why I snore so much. Whoa!
0: Whoa. I'm fucking shocked,
2: bro. <laughs> I have slept with Andy. <laughs> not like that.
1: Wow, well, there's not a we're lot of room step here. In the co-hosts, bunker. you get lonely. We're step it's co-hosts. It's cool down here. It's okay? fine. <laughs> we're step co-hosts. Thank Mr. you. Ian. But we're gonna keep saying it. By the way, I'm yeah. just gonna.
2: Ke- that's my whole comedy routine is just to keep saying it until they at least give me a pity laugh. Can we have
1: is there a conspiracy about why there's so much incest porn now? There is.
2: Uh and uh, maybe we'll get to it one day. But uh
4: right in. I don't um, think
2: there's a conspiracy. It's hot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that. God.
3: Who didn't want to have sex with a step sibling or parent? <laughs>
2: I, who didn't get a hot step sibling. I wished younger? my parents
3: would have gotten divorced just so I could bang some siblings no.
0: just so I could play
2: video games with my boner out, and then my stepsister walks in and says,
0: <laughs> and my
2: stepmom, yeah, at the same time, uh Andy, I cannot wait for you to get this sleep study done. uh Andy and I shared a room together uh. As part of our trip to New York.
0: <gasps>
1: that was uh, so many years ago. It was a
2: long fucking time ago. Yeah, and like Andy six years snored like a fucking monster.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, he would put the skunk ape to shame with your fucking snoring, you pig.
4: Oh, my, oh my God. God.
1: You fucking beast. You know what? I always thought it was funny you when I was listening to it, but now that now I'm here, it's not pleasant. I see the anger. He brings so it on abusive. himself. It's
2: abusive. Look at him. Wait. Oh. Whoa. No, no, no. No,
1: no, 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 no.
2: No, no, no. I'm not letting him get away with oh, this.
1: Hashtag poor Andy. No. <laughs> yeah. Poor little this, piggy Andy. This, this,
2: this fucking... This fucking...
1: Andy's sympathy.
2: Yeah.
1: Unfounded. I will say, Andy, it doesn't help that you have a bag of truffles. With you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm covered in filth. You, I eat from a trough. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's just what they give you down here. Though. Andy snores
2: I, like a fucking monster beast. Something I, like a train. It sounds like a train and a truck horn combined. I've never heard something so loud in my life. And we told him this and he was like, you guys are fucking nuts. I don't do this. <laughs> And we told him this over and over and over again. You snore, you snore. snore. The second time we roomed together, uh, Cincinnati. Was it the Detroit,
1: Detroit Improv Festival? Or was it Detroit? Because <laughs> you're wearing the that Detroit, wearing.
3: Detroit predates Cincinnati.
1: Yeah. In the Union? <laughs> in the, in what the came Union. first, Ohio or Michigan? Uh, it was. Probably Ohio.
3: Yeah, it was Ohio. Uh, and Toledo was a disputed zone When Michigan was
1: becoming a state Okay, but do you know why Maine's a state? Huh? Do you know why Maine is a state?
2: Lobsters? Or... Yeah.
4: Stephen King? Uh, no <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so Stephen King could have a. I think that's a conspiracy that Maine doesn't actually exist,
3: that it's just a Stephen King that's invention. Good. I'll
1: just let everyone uh, look it up. I'm not going to answer that. Oh, sure. okay. That's some dispute.
4: Bing with it, Canada, everybody. I think. Ask Jeeves, listeners. Yeah,
2: ask your Jeeves. Ask Jeeves.
4: Andy, I commend
2: you on this sleep study. I'm I'm proud of you, and I hope you take it, and I hope it goes well, and I hope they find out what's wrong with you I, <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> I just hope for a swift, reliable
1: death. Yeah. Are they gonna give you a cat scan of any kind while this is happening? No, I don't think there's any need to get cats involved. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
4: really oh better. God.
1: Ah, uh, boy.
2: What well, about well, you, Art? Uh I already I mean, I already said, you know, I think uh yeah, Oh, your hydraulic same. penis. My hydraulic penis. And uh that, you know, the show keeps going well because uh it's enjoyable, it's fun to do. And um
1: I, I hope- mean, I will say, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to just go ahead and plead to the listeners. This is a crime, <laughs> and you are culpable. Right. Yeah, it's true. I
4: also hope, like, it's well, true. we we just got health insurance, which is dope. <laughs> um, so I hope you guys have health insurance for all the, you know, wear and tear that Mr. Bunkers put you through. Yeah, I yeah, mean, our deductibles are fucking. Yeah.
1: We got tiny-ass deductibles. Oh, well, that's actually a good thing. Cause, oh, wait, no. no, Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. If you have small deductibles. That's, that's it great. Yeah, yeah run we it know we're anyway. going to have a lot of expenses.
4: Small oh, yeah. deductibles, thick asses. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> deductibles <laughs> as small as our tender waists. <laughs> and expenses and as big as our buns. Coverage as <laughs> thick as our big fat asses.
0: <laughs>
2: Man, this episode brought to you by Bunker Life Insurance. <laughs> Coverage is thick as our two co-hosts' asses. <laughs> coverage is thick as beautiful thighs. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Both and just as, as much coverage. Coverage
1: thick as Lizzo. <laughs>
4: coverage is thick as maple syrup twice as I frequently wear her week.
2: outfit that she wore to the Lakers I game. I, I, I dress that. like that a lot of times. Yeah, I don't you see did the controversy. You cut yeah. the
4: ass out of your track pants well, I'm a today. big fan of
2: Rikishi, so i uh <laughs> okay. I'm a wrestler. I'm going to have to ask Jeeves about that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think we got to wrap it up here, folks. We got to get out of this bunker.
0: Yeah,
4: I'm I've Been sweaty. down here
2: too long. We're sweating. Um,
1: I I can't believe that. Does Mister Bunker play uh loud opera music every time you're trying to research? Because yeah. the fact that he demands we research topics, but then distracts us with opera music and then whips us mm-hmm. for not researching fast enough. I'm just gonna, Mister Bunker. If I'm gonna give you one note. It would be, if the point of this is to research, don't don't distract us. We'll get it done. We're trying to get out of he, here. I, I, he just does it. He plays opera music. He'll do a Bunraku theater experiment. We had a
4: didgeridoo f- out, he too. He has a
2: didgeridoo. You know, uh, and for those of <laughs> you <laughs> who Telling don't know, didgeridoo, don't do that. <laughs> bunraku is Japanese puppet theater, and it's really fun if you haven't we
4: seen it. Art. We know art. I know you guys
2: know. Dance. We're not We're I know idiots. you guys know, but for the listeners out there, he does a lot of weird little things. He puts on little masks, and he clip clops around. Kabuki? kabuki, yeah. Is kabuki. Yeah. He, he does kabuki. He does the oldest form of Japanese theater, which is called no. Mm. So N-O-H. oh. No, he doesn't. And oh. oh. yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh no, he didn't. And um. Oh no, no, he did. He did it. He plays Abra he music, you know. Oh no, he did it. He'll bring out his modified Nerf gun. Which the only mod is it is that he replaced the darts with nails.
4: Did you guys shoot
2: that around uh, that bunker?
4: Did you guys get rain sticks too when you got in here? Because I got a bunch of rain sticks from Rainforest Cafe. No, (laughs) no,
3: I got a I got a DVD copy of Rain Man.
4: Oh, nice! But he only has a (laughs) Blu-ray. Oh no!
1: Yeah, why does he need it? I got an HD DVD version of the Adam Sandler Don Cheadle movie Rain Over Me. (laughs) 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 There's a there's an obscure one.
3: Oh God. Okay. I got a life. I got a fat head of Rain Wilson.
2: <laughs>
3: All
1: right, you do one. Um,
2: <laughs> I am struggling to come up with anything that says rain. Uh, Boy.
1: Did you say rain man? No, no, I said that. You said it. Oh, yeah. art. I was, hey, uh, hey,
2: listen, you want to talk about Japanese puppet theater. <laughs> I'm your guy for bits, but. Uh, you
4: got a nice sorry. London fog rain slicker on.
2: <laughs> I'm afraid I don't know what that is, but I hope it's cool.
4: A rain slicker? <laughs> you look like Paddington Bear. Yeah,
2: oh, it's like coat. okay. So I'm adorable.
4: Okay. Uh, well, Pat- right. People are You're obsessed Paddington, with
2: Bear.
1: Paddington too, and I, I, I don't know why. Because he's cute as fuck. Oh, that's fine. Speaking of, I of ate stock, a lot of pudding. <laughs> the I mean, ring fell off pudding can. Pudding, pudding
2: ton too.
1: <laughs> speaking I, of I pudding, ate so
0: much
2: pudding. Speaking of pudding, why not uh, our lovely guests? Why don't you go ahead and do a pudding pop plug, and go ahead and plug something. Let the listeners know where they can follow you, where they can find you. Uh, You know, let them know, like some shit you
1: put my, out my, if you want anything. My Twitter and Instagram, at Hamilchin. I don't suggest following either. I <laughs> do suggest sending money to at Hamilchin on Venmo. <laughs> um, I do produce uh, a podcast called Stripped. It is hosted by Jennifer Ho and Michael C. Bryan. And it is about mindfulness, spirituality, and their very fucked up childhoods. Uh, and, uh, it's I also, show. I would, I would plug, uh, daily meditation because hmm. I got into it this year and it just really helped with my anxiety in general. That's great. So just like, it, it just makes everything a little easier. So for you, Ian. I'm going to plug it. Okay. Cool. Nice. Great plugs.
4: Uh, my Instagram is at cottontail bandit and my Twitter is at cottontail nat and uh, mm-hmm. you can find me on there mm-hmm. posting mm-hmm. some random stuff sure mm-hmm. and doing it up and
1: mm-hmm. and we're going to you know we're going to be making some videos in january Yes, i'm we're super excited about that we're oh. going to be putting them out oh. under i don't know what a we're, we're starting a comedy team yeah. we don't know what our name's going to be oh. That's okay we're a duo we, we want to be an improv team for years called macaulay, macaulay foreskin, foreskin.
4: At well, the time... Well, if we yeah. were just
1: an improv team name, I'd say we do it. But if we want to do a full blanket comedy mm-hmm, troupe right. thing, yeah. it's probably not the best name. Yeah. Well, at
4: the time I had shorter hair, so we would say that we both looked like Macaulay Culkin. No, that she
1: looked like Macaulay Culkin and I look like Kieran Culkin. And um, we were brothers. Mm-hmm.
4: And uh, neither of foreskin. us have a foreskin, so... Right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Snip step, Yet.
1: Catholic boy.
4: Why?
3: Yeah, I can't wait till those videos come out on Pornhub.
1: Uh, here's uh, a question. Yeah. Would you circumcise your children?
3: No. Wow. Andy mm. is very... No, and I'm I did On this topic.
1: Yeah. I, I let a doctor do I it. Agree no, I just oh no I'm, just I'm just kidding. Oh my God.
3: I'm just kidding. We didn't have him circumcised. I don't have children and I haven't researched this at Circumcision all. Circumcision is a medically unnecessary surgery... Mm-hmm. According to what Andy mm -hmm. has told me, it doesn't seem like it's necessary. Uh, The only people that should do it are people who have religious traditions, and I think those people honestly should reconsider why they do that.
2: You know what? I want my kid to have the coolest looking fucking dick in the world. (laughs) Agreed.
4: Hydraulic?
2: Yeah.
3: Hydraulic. What
1: what if the circumcision wasn't cutting it off, it was cutting it into like a cool design?
3: Yeah, like a topiary? (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell Yeah.
4: Yeah, I went like a trim, zigzag. Yeah,
3: trim trim your foreskin into like a swan.
4: Yeah, some sort of tartan pattern. <laughs> yeah,
2: I yeah. see. I'm down the clown with that.
4: Yeah. Okay. okay. So that I guess that's what I have to plug. Okay. <laughs>
2: well, hey,
3: a
4: you foreskin know
2: what? that looks like a zigzag. <laughs> <laughs>
4: nice. Yeah. yeah.
2: You should plug that up. Yeah. yeah. Or a nice folded crane. Yeah. Yeah. Origami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, thank you both for being here. Um, thank you. For joining us
1: here in the bunker. and uh, Andy, Thank you for kidnapping us, Mr. Bunker. Well,
4: yeah, thank he, you. He
0: appreciates
1: that. Oh, here's a conspiracy he theory. That. I think that Mr. Bunker is just art. Okay, I said it. Uh, I I, I have seen them in the room together before.
3: Okay, oh, good. okay yeah, well, right. good.
1: I wasn't De-bunked. sure. That's
3: just a conspiracy De-bunked. theory. Case closed, Ian. Okay. It could be a weird mm. costume, though. That's right. Mm. No, it, I
1: mean... This is not, I mean, art, I'm not Mr. Maybe Bunker. Art doesn't exist. He's just a little bit of, he just seems a little bit like a psychopath to me. Art, that's, just, that's just my point. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. known him for years. He seems a little bit like a psychopath. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely like, he's, I mean, he's a danger
3: to everyone in this room. Well, I mean.
4: We're having fun. Yeah.
3: For now. We okay, can read fine. the
4: DVD pamphlets.
1: You can cut this theory out, by the way. Okay. Well, we're no gonna leave it in.
4: Okay. Cut it out like a foreskin?
1: Yeah. <laughs> cut it out with a zigzag pattern.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, we're only yeah. going to leave the most important parts of it. <laughs> all four skin talk
4: oh my God. all the time.
3: <laughs> the Mr. Bunker's gets to the podcast here on our new podcast, Fourskins in a Wedding. <laughs> oh God, all right
2: for the titular Mr. Bunker and for my esculent co-host Andy Hart. I'm Arthur Stone saying that was the whole enchilada. <laughs> You the
0: get that reference in
1: reference? Yeah. <laughs>